I want to die. No. Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. I'm Jason, I guess. And I don't know. Do I have to be? Can I, can I not? Uh, well, we made it this far. You might as well see this one out to the end, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> this time we suffered through Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> Surprisingly released in 2019. Developed and published by Square Enix, our favorite fucking developers. Other games that came out in 2019, we covered an anthem. But here's a recent list for... People listening to this the year that it came out, Luigi's Mansion 3, Death Stranding, and Borderlands 3. Okay, okay. So, to give you all some background on this, I played the original Kingdom Hearts when it came out for the PlayStation 2. I played through basically the first level and was like, this is not for me, and stopped playing. That is more time than I've put into Kingdom, or that you put into Kingdom Hearts over me. I've never touched any of them. So let me tell you, going into 3, off the bat, great fucking start. Yeah, so... I knew some of the base concepts of Kingdom Hearts, and that's it. And then I watched a video online about a summary of Kingdom Hearts, which is, like, it makes my brains, my my brains, my brains, they're gone. I'm going to try to give as much background detail as I need to, and not more than that. Okay, so coming into this, um, I have intentionally stayed away from anything Kingdom Hearts related, because I don't care. And, like... Anytime someone would try to explain the story, like, my brain would just shut off, and it was just, like, fucking Charlie Brown, womp, 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 when anybody was talking about King, like, I, I, it is such an incomprehensible nightmare from the outside. I have to imagine it's an incomprehensible nightmare from the inside as well. Yeah, like, spoilers for the episode, yeah. (laughs) No one understands this. Okay, so, like, Kingdom Hearts is about this made-up world in where all of the Disney movies and properties are basically their own planets that you can travel to through space. You, uh, it follows Sora. Uh, Sora is Uh. one of the three, like, main children who all come from Destiny Island. You know, Hamfist Island. (laughs) Uh, Sora, Kyrie, and Riku. I have questions, but it will wait. (laughs) No, start. What do you want? Okay, if... Those three come from Destiny Island. What about the all the other people that are trapped inside fucking Sora? Where the hell did they come from? Okay, Roxas is fake. Like, he he's a clone of Sora, basically, I think, kind of. Yes, or something. I don't know. Uh, Ventus is from somewhere else. He was one of the three pupils of Ericus, and when... Jason, I'm going to stop you His right there. His dark side... Honest to God, I'm sorry I asked. Vanitas, <laughs> and they get in conflict. Ventus's heart leaves his body. Uh, to hide his heart, his heart stays inside Sora. I just want you to know that he's not reading anything. Like, he's just... Since Sora was a the kid. Dome on this. And his body was hidden in a castle by Aqua. No wonder you look so, so sad. You I... can't unlearn this. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... This has taken such a strain on my mind. I don't, I like, I can't, I've stopped being able to speak words properly. <laughs> if you're on stream and you just hear me, like, stutter through the same sentence seven times, that this is why. This game is why. It has broken my capacity for speech. 
<laughs> I, I fucking get that. Okay, so... Um... Right, so your main three characters, Sora's the mainest of the main characters. And in the first couple games, stuff happens. I don't know. You travel from King, from Disney story to Disney story. You do Disney things. Lord knows. Uh, Pete from Goof Troop and Maleficent from Sl- Sleeping Beauty. Yep. Are are like some of the main antagonists in the first game. <laughs> or Maleficent. If... Yeah. I do. <laughs> but it turns out they're being controlled by evil, even bigger evil, which then at like towards the end of the first game, the reveal organization 13. Which is why I think the first game is probably the most well put together, because it doesn't lean into this super insane, weird anime Final Fantasy bullshit. But doesn't it, because isn't Cloud and Sephiroth in the first one? Yes, which is great. Is it? They're their own characters. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not, like, it's just Cloud from Final Fantasy. Which then, none of the Final Fantasy characters make it past the first game. Square specifically removed all Final Fantasy ties to Kingdom Hearts. Weird. Would seems like an odd decision well yeah it isn't like they don't have a deep wall of characters that they could potentially pull from yeah and i know people who talk about one of the cool parts of kingdom hearts one was like fighting sephiroth yeah like i've seen that battle and like that fight looks fun because it looks like challenging because like sephiroth's supposed to be a, a pain in the ass and so it just it seems weird to me that they would be like wait we have to divide these two franchises instead of having this one like Kingdom Hearts has a weird crossover franchise that sits in Nebulous World because it already kind of does. Yeah. I guess. And for three, it very much feels this way, but I don't haven't played the others. For in terms of three, it feels like they wanted to do that because Final Fantasy is too mature for the audience of Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Kingdom Hearts is written for like four year olds. No. Yes. You need someone with a short enough attention span that they don't care to understand what's going on i I understand what you're saying and yeah like the general tone is uh fucking baby's day out yeah but written for no it's a hot fucking mess all right so (laughs) kingdom hearts 3 picks up where sora attempted to become a keyblade master in like two or in birth by sleep or 360 bazillion over two days or um (laughs) the secret code of shredder whatever their games are called uh Sora tried to become a Keyblade Master by taking the Mark of Mastery exam, which is not really an exam. It's just more like, hey, do some good stuff, and then we'll decide if you're worth being a Keyblade Master. Sure. In his attempt to to complete the Mark of Mastery, he gets kidnapped by Xehanort. Xehanort attempts to basically force his heart into Sora, and Sora gets saved at the last minute, but it takes away all of Sora's power. You get straight, like, Metroided. You get to start this new game with none of the powers you've unlocked in previous games. Okay. You were strong, now you're not. Which they intend to remind you all the time. Oh yeah, no, they rub it in Sora's face. Which, like, I'd wondered what had happened, why third game in the series, like, Sora's fucking useless. Mm Mm-hmm. But that makes me wonder, why are Donald and Goofy fucking useless? They've been there the whole time. Oh, they don't bother explaining that one. Because they're Donald and Goofy, shut up. Yeah, uh, the Donald and Goofenstein are just garbage. I'm bad. Anyway, I'm sorry, continue. So, Yen Sid, I still hate this, (laughs) because his name is just Disney backwards, with a space. To make it different. Honest to God, didn't even catch that. That's fucking stupid. Why do you think I called him Walt <laughs> the whole time? I have no. I I don't know. His man. name's Disney. His name is literally Disney. Is it because and where he's, he's the from, omnipotent wizard? He doesn't get a name. He's just the wizard. 
So they had to come up with some dumb shit. Why didn't they just fucking call him all? Why does he have weird bug eyes? So Yen Sid informs you that Sora has lost the power of waking. I don't know what that means. Uh, it has to do with hearts. Oh, sorry. Okay, so hearts in this world are both figurative and literal hearts. Heart is like, not just like this nebulous concept. It is more like Captain Planet where heart is a very tangible thing that someone has power over. Well, they almost use it interchangeably like soul. Kind of. Like there, there's actual like light and darkness and like these are real things in the world. When someone's like, their heart's gone to darkness, their, like, heart turns purple and they become evil. It's, like, very literal when they're talking about hearts. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, the power of waking has to do with waking the power of other people's hearts who are uh, split in half. Uh, because when you remove someone's heart, they become a heartless and a nobody, in theory. Kind of. So, their body becomes the heartless and their heart becomes the nobody? I think that's how it works. Something like that. Anyway, when you defeat the heartless, someone's heartless and nobody, or their whatever, they turn back into a regular person. Well, except for when they don't. Yeah. Well, this is important <laughs> because you, you don't kill anyone in this game. Even the bad guys at the very end, when you're killing them, you're turning them back into regular people. Well, no, they just get reincarnated. Yes. As normal people. Because you're defeating their, like, heartless version. The bad version of them, I guess. Wait. No. Okay. Yeah. So, because they're, this is, again, intentionally for children, there's, like, no killing. They write around it in weird obscure ways they're like look you didn't kill this guy you recompleted him seriously they call it that recompleted his face right off yep by beating him a bunch with a stick with a big fucking metal stick until eventually he evaporates and he's totally not dead guys he'll be back which is weird because the bad guys if they're bad and like they turn back into a regular person which one person does this is that they then un they go back to being a bad guy can't they just once they reincarnate go right back to being a bad guy yeah it basically gives them pseudo immortality yeah because i'm pretty sure by the end of the game more than one of them had done that yeah where like they used to be and then they were out being recompleted and then someone came to them and was like hey go again and they're like yeah fuck it why not yeah it it's all the uh, machinations of xehanort oh fuck have to explain Xehanort. Xehanort is an old man. An old Spaniard. With the power to, like, possess people. And travel through time. And travel through time. But he's an old man. His time-traveling self, he did that when he was younger. So there's both Xehanort and young Xehanort. Now, because of the time-travel powers, Xehanort uh, can split his heartless and his heart into his, like, heartless and nobody and still be Xehanort. So there's Xehanort... Young Xehanort, Xemnas, and... Oh, what the fuck is the other one called? Ansem. Because he steals the good guy. Ansem the Wise is the, like, opposite of Xehanort, where Ansem was trying to study hearts for goodness, and Xehanort was trying to study hearts for darkness. I thought fucking Aqua and what's-his-fuck's master was the opposite of Xehanort. Yes. Ansem the Wise, uh. I guess, is a, just another name for Ericus, who is the good goodest guy. Kind of. Maybe. Okay. Ericus is the goodest guy. He's the dude who, like, is literally wreathed in gold when you see him at the end. Mark Hamill. Yeah. Him and Xehanort are the two opposites. They're the chess yeah, yeah. fucks. 
oh, oh, but you don't find that out till the end. Yeah. I mean, you get that pretty fucking clearly, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's so there. There's multiple Xehanort, there's like four Xehanorts, and they're recruiting people to the real Organization 13, which is like the rebooted version of Organization 13, except using Nintendo's naming schemes. Oh. <laughs> because the new 3DS is an entirely different system than like the 3DS, so if you have a new 3DS, you need to make sure that you're saying it's a new new 3DS. If it's, yeah, I, I hate it. Yeah, Organization 13 is just like that. Yeah, the real Organization 13. No, 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 the other one, the real one the new one yes perfect okay so uh i'll back up real quick because i really should explain how this game like starts because we haven't even gotten to the fucking game yet yeah right so (laughs) strap in folks you're in for a nightmare the opening cutscene. this is before the main menu so this plays every time that you boot up the game uh it sweeps over bizarre pyramid greece I say Greece because everything is that, like, white buildings with colorful tops on it. Yeah, where they're all, like, their own city islands. Yeah, except they're all weird pyramid city islands. And it zooms into the top, like, of one of them. And you see two, like, youngsters. One all in white with dark hair. One all in black with white hair. They're playing chess. Or not chess, but some weird version of chess. Yeah, it's kind of like um, some like Star Trek 3D chest. Like it's just got weird tiers to it, and mm-hmm. and they're they're just talking about you know oh good move blah blah blah. And here it starts a flashback montage to the previous games, and I really love that they just like pulled in engine shots from the old games. Oh my god, that looked so fucking shitty. It looks hideous. It's hilarious and it also runs choppy like the clips that they use like stutter like what what is happening right so they they just assemble this awful monstrous flashback to be like hey remember some of these things that happen as you get just flashes of sora fighting other xehanorts all the xehanorts infinite xehanort gotta get them nort and something something they have terrible banter back and forth about oh i'm gonna win oh don't count the power of light out so easily (laughs) yeah yeah so then you finally get to the main menu where it says hey here is a there's a note in the corner that says before you stream and i had to click on it because i was like what and they're like hey all of this is like intellectual property that you don't own So if you're streaming this, you cannot record any of it or something else. And it's freaking weird Disney hyper lawyer bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is such, I mean, it's not uncommon, unfortunately, that companies don't want you to stream or like record parts of their game or like their game entirely, which no one is for. But it's super weird that it's just like this opening cutscene. Well, like, it it says that in the corner for, like, the whole thing. The whole game, they don't want you to stream or record. Oh, really? Yes. Fuck them. That's bullshit. Yeah, right? They're like, this is all our stuff. Yeah, which is weird because most companies don't mind that because it's literally free advertising Yeah, for but them. Disney. Uh, yeah, they don't need it. It's weird. It's like that uh, multi-billion dollar company wants to use their lawyers to enforce uh, everyone and everything. Fuck Disney! Uh, so... <laughs> ah. I was looking for the name of the place. It's uh, Scala Adcop Calum. 
Yeah, right. It has a horribly dumb name. Yeah, what is it? It's like Stairway to Heaven, right? Something like that. Yeah, fuck them. So <laughs> you start the game, and then up pops a message that actually goes into much more detail of, hey, you don't own any of this. Also, this first cutscene you're about to watch cannot be recorded or transmitted at all in any way. You're like, what the fuck? What is going to happen here? It's another montage sequence. It's, it's literally just like, here's a bunch of clips from the old games played over music. Yeah, why is there so many fucking montages in the goddamn beginning? Uh, because this game came out 13 years after the last one. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, now, and I realized that, you know, having not played any of them coming in fresh to the series of the third game, not a great start already, but they don't, like, all of the montage flashes aren't enough for me to pick up any bit of story. It's just random, bam, 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 bam. Character I've never seen, character I've never seen, character I've never seen. Or, like, shit that's happening that should probably be important over some fucking pop song. Cool. Yeah, if you don't have the relevant, like, not knowledge base for this, it's just weird cutscenes that look bad because, again, they're all literal, like, video clips pulled from the old game. So they look hideous, and you're like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, and it varies wildly in quality depending on what game it is. Yeah, <laughs> because... It is jarring. Despite the fact that the last main series game came out 13 years ago, they've been releasing all those terrible titles I mentioned earlier in between. Lord knows what those are about. So basically... About tree food. You get through that, and then you get to build your own Sora. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, which, to, to be perfectly clear... I have no idea if it changes anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You, as Sora, are in, like, this realm of darkness of trying to wake up, and you get, see three pictures, and you're given the option of stuff. I don't remember what they yeah, are. Yeah, it's like, uh, courage, wisdom, uh, let's say intelligence for shiggles, but something along those lines. Yeah. And you pick one, and then it's like, do you fight... Yeah, then you get another three. Something about strength or magic or cunning. Yeah. Okay. And I think uh, early on you said you had another option after that. I thought so, but I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I know I didn't, because I was expecting three, but only got two, and I thought it was weird. But then again, like, I don't know if it made any goddamn difference either. Yeah, right. So you, you pick your Sora, and then you uh, blast off to the start of the game, as I was saying, is that... Uh, Yen Sid in his uh, horrible fucking model and all the greatness that he brings is telling Sora, well, you failed the mark of mastery. You don't have the power of waking. All your power's been depleted. You suck. Go get strong. And Donald and Goofy look after this schmuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so immediately Donald's like, yeah, why are you so shitty? God, why don't you die, Sora? I fucking love Donald. That is Donald the entire game. Yes, it is. At no point does Donald ever stop riding you like a just every time donald's You're... a fucking best donald barely wants to be there <laughs> no 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 donald wants to be sucking off mickey because that is how they write it and it's super creepy hmm. their level of obsession with mickey is downright creepy yeah it kind of is like both donald and goofy are just waiting to give him a rusty trombone as soon as they're back at fucking kingdom world wherever the fuck they are yeah as soon as like mickey is mentioned they're just like, oh my god, the king? <laughs> <laughs> so, you've got your two compatriots, and you have to go get strong. More cutscenes. This is all done in cutscenes. So, it then cuts to your uh, gummy ship, which is 
Oh god, my brain's gonna. Okay, hang on. All like, right. Is this where you do the gummy ship, or does it just throw you to the next world and then you do the gummy ship later? <laughs> no, we're back. Okay, no, it you, it shows you in the gummy ship. You don't actually oh, do right, any right. gummy okay. shipping. The gummy ships are the, the ships that take you between worlds are these weird block ships built out of gummies, I guess. You know, it's like uh, they wanted to say Lego, but they legally couldn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they're, yeah, just built out of blocks, and you eventually can design your own, but they don't put it in cutscenes. So it's always the same weird red gummy ship. It's always the same in every cutscene, which sucks. Yeah, well, I don't think that they would want to show the ones that people make in cutscenes, because I know, like, because uh, I was playing bits of it with my children, so I had one that, you know... I was fine showing them, and then I also had a giant flying dick because it was funny, and that was for me. Sure, but anyway, and it, it it goes into the like cockpit, and Sora's just like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to be doing, and Donald immediately is just derisive towards you, just like, yeah, you wouldn't because you're a dumbass, and you're like, man, <laughs> he is coming on hard, and Goofy's like, follow your heart, that's what Master Yen Sid always says, and both Sora and Donald are like, he never says that, and Goofy's <laughs> like, maybe, I just imagined it, and you're like, what is happening? I'll fucking do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Sora's like, follow my heart, okay, and he sticks his keyblade out, and a portal opens, and they're like, a portal! Maybe we should go through it. And you're like, what the fuck else are we going to do? <laughs> like, seriously? No one has any idea. And Sora just magically opened a portal in space and time. Let's give it a go. I mean, that can't be the first time he's done that, it's right? It's literally not. Okay. <laughs> you fly through the portal and you end up, blump, uh, in Greece, yeah. I suppose. Uh, you're, you're in Hercules' world. Yeah, shit, what city it doesn't matter but yeah yeah right so immediately <laughs> like historically accurate kingdom hearts yeah <laughs> yeah right <laughs> all the historical accuracy of kingdom hearts well when you get there it's uh, maleficent and pete who's a fucking cat by the way and we didn't talk about this how the fuck is pete a cat and i get it because like fucking the old cartoons it was like pete was the bad guy against mickey who's a fucking mouse so i guess the checks up doesn't look like a fucking cat whatever anyway um the gang Runs into Maleficent and Pete off the bat. Yeah. Well, are they the first ones you run into, or is it Hades? You see Hades. Um, I think they are, like, those three are talking when the idiot squad rolls up. Okay. But they address Maleficent and Pete first. Yeah. I, I don't remember how it all shakes out. Basically, Maleficent and Pete are, like, we're around looking for a black box, and then they fuck off. Yep. And... Hades is just like, what are you doing here again? I thought I got rid of you last time. Motherfucking James Woods is not having this shit. Seriously, I've been planning this for 13 years! It's weird. We're gonna have to discuss this. The Disney consistency of this game is very weird. Yeah, see, this is what threw me for a fucking loop. I mean, one of many, but I was under the impression that these sections took place during part of whatever movies they're supposed to be representing. Now, Hercules isn't the first time in the series, correct? Almost all of them do. Almost. And that's why it's kind of weird. I don't think that's true for this game. Yeah, it's... So, you show up and... He already says he's faced you once. Hades knows who you are. Yeah, like, because everyone's talking like they're... 
are friendly enough. Like, they're not openly antagonistic towards each other. They're like, Hades, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And he's like, mind your business, I'm motherfucking Hades. I'm like, conquering the world again. And you're like, oh, okay. And he's like, they're like, we're going to stop you. And he's like, I'm a god, dude. Get fucked. Yeah. And then, you know, he releases the Titans and they, like, it. it's that, like, scene from the movie. And you're like, but what? Remember when you did this before and it didn't work? Now we're just going to do the same thing again? I, I guess. Sure. Sure. But it's okay because Wonder Boy's there. Yeah, so you go, uh, basically you're going to talk to Hercules about being strong again. Well, to be fair, you actually, you go and you beat up one of the Titans and then you go down and you meet Hercules and Hercules is like, oh, hey guys, how's it going? And you call him Herc the whole time and that bothers me for no particular reason. It just does. <laughs> Sure. Your characters are like, hey, Herc, how's it going? And he's like, why are you guys here? And Sora straight up is like, I don't know. So immediately Donald's like, we're here to train you, dumbass. <laughs> because Donald is mean to you the whole time. I fucking love Donald. <laughs> and don't Sora, understand a fucking word he's saying. But <laughs> and Sora's like, oh, how could I forget? And you're like, this is literally like, well, it's literally like half an hour of cutscenes later. This game is so excruciatingly long. It really is. You then go through the city saving people, I guess. Yeah. Uh, fighting some heartless here and there. Uh, Hercules eventually um, gives you the information that his strength comes from Meg's vagina. Uh, yeah. Well, they're like, how did you have the strength to jump into a literal whirlpool of death to save Meg? And Hercules is like, I, I don't know. I just did. I, I just fucking did it. Like, I unabashedly just did it. And he leaves out the whole part where... Until later, when you're like, oh, right, he's a demigod. Yeah, right, right. His father's fucking Zeus. <laughs> yeah, so that's, he's like, wait, the Titans are on Olympus. I gotta go protect my home. And you're like, what does he mean by that? Which, by the way, your characters don't actually put the dots together here. It's not until you get to Mount Olympus that they actually figure it out. Right, and then they remember that, oh, right, he's a demigod. So when he flies off, you see Pete and Maleficent again. They literally show up to drop a single bit of exposition, shit on Sora, and leave. <laughs> like, a portal opens up, Pete and Maleficent walk out, and they're like, oh, these three scrawny uh, bitches. Have we, uh, <laughs> have we found the black box yet? And Maleficent's like, Pete, why would you say anything about the black box? They don't know about it. And Sora's like, what black box? And Pete's like, you look really scrawny. Are you weaker than before? And Sora's like, oh. And Maleficent's like, let's get out of here. Portal, they're gone. That was the whole interaction. <laughs> uh, you left out the part where, um, Pegasus takes Meg and I can't think of Danny DeVito's character. Phil. Phil, thank you. And it's weird that they show Phil on screen because they didn't get Danny DeVito or even a fucking sound alike, so he just doesn't this, say anything? <laughs> this is the best part about this. They didn't get Danny DeVito. They didn't get someone who sounds like Danny DeVito, so they just cut all of Phil's lines. But they clearly didn't cut the parts of the game where Phil might have had lines, so the camera will just hang on Phil. Like, yeah. it'll be conversation, conversation, camera pans to Phil, and only Phil in frame, and he just looks at the camera... And then they go somewhere else. And you're like, why would you animate that? Cut to Phil. <laughs> Nothing. Good talk, Phil. <laughs> Every time. It's just like, yep, that's Phil. They don't say his name in the game. Not once. They don't, like, talk about him. He's just there. It's super weird. Because they couldn't, like, get Danny DeVito, I guess. And so it's just, oh, it's so bad. Why would you do it that way? Just cut him out of the game. Really? 
I mean, really? It would have flowed better. Still wouldn't have been good. The dialogue in this whole game is just stilted and weird. Yeah, um, anyway, um, off to Olympus. Yeah, so then you learn your, like, air-walking ability, and you shoot up a mountain. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. You get to Olympus, and Hercules is there. And you catch up to him, and you're like, Hercules, what did you mean you gotta protect your home? And he's like, Zeus is my dad, and he runs off. And you're like, what? How does this never come up before? I don't understand. I mean, like, he's pretty fucking chill about it, you know? Yeah, I guess. So you go (laughs) up uh, Mount Olympus, and then... (laughs) All I can think of is, my dad owns a dealership. (laughs) (laughs) You get to the top, Hades is there, Titans are there, you beat up the Titans, uh, you break Zeus out of the giant cone of poop. I mean, I guess it's like molten rock or something. Yeah, and then it gets frozen. Yeah. So it's just rock, which holds Zeus for some reason. For some reason. <laughs> because as soon as he busts out, he just like flexes and lightning bolts shoot everywhere and everyone immediately loses. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> My dude. Was he just like in there taking a power nap? I guess. I mean, he's like talking shit the whole time, right? He won't win. Hades is like, fucking dude, you're stacked in poop. And Zeus is like, eh, I guess. So then Hades is like, whatever, I'll try again later. Hercules punches him really hard and he vanishes. He, uh, Team Rocket's blasting off again out of space, right? Yep. Yeah. And, uh, that's, uh, that. Good guys win, yay! Yay! And you learned that Hercules believed in the power of his heart. Also, he's a god. Also, he's a god. You should really try that, Sora. It, Just it, be a god. It worked out way better for Hercules. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And then it, <laughs> it plays the same, like, Hercules is like, oh, but I choose Meg because, uh, yes. There's so much more of this game. <laughs> Jake, we've only got, like, <laughs> eight more Disney World's. 17 more weird bullshit organization 13 cutscenes and then a whole mess of other stuff oh my god moving right along strap in guys this is gonna be a long one (laughs) this is gonna be a nightmare (laughs) okay so then you get your actually gummy ship and you can pilot it and there's a whole whole section of the game that's just flying your ship around unlocking new parts for your ship leveling up your ship which you can build your own ships and like what (laughs) Okay, uh, since we're talking about the gummy ships, I, w- I want to get this out of the way early. I actually liked this part. I liked uh, flying around. Like, the exploration's whatever. Um, there isn't a whole lot to do. Like, you're going from A to B, and it takes a really long time because you're in space, so it's a large distance. And there's some shit you can explore. There's little pickups, which are what you use to gain XP for the ship. And then there's combat sections, which are just shooter sections they're like space invader sections yeah it's just a 3d and like that's okay and it's you get like two minutes to take out as many enemies as you can yeah and uh, i did find it uh, entertaining to design your own ship throw extra engines on it so it was faster throw more guns on it so it was just shooting a crazy amount make it look weird like mine was like this weird hexagonal pattern but it was also on fire and it looked like it looked like my playstation wanted to die every time i got in the ship because it just didn't want to handle it I mean, this this was genuinely my favorite part of the game. I built the HMS Dread, as I told you it's named, and it's basically a wedge of guns. I still got to question the HMS. <laughs> Her Majesty's ship. We're in the States! <laughs> no. So, <laughs> the HMS Dread is basically a cockpit with a single engine attached to it, and then a giant wedge of guns. It has more firepower than God himself, and it's painted all black. <laughs> you hold the trigger, it's a literal wall of bullets, 
I can't remember what color it was at the end. And literally, like, the bosses would just be like, I'm a bot, I'm dead. And by the end, because I did have everything like a spread shot. Uh, and then when it came to the bosses, I had everything focus fire. And God, it was so funny to watch those big tanky motherfuckers. And then it's just like, explode. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, I puttered around all the time. It was great because I had like no mobility. It was like, Pew. and then I would just pull the trigger down and you just watch everything in front of me just get vaporized. <laughs> well, like by the end, I think I had like six or seven inches on my ship. So I was just hauling ass. Just one. I was like taking off like the design that I'd put into it. And I'd, nah, I could fit in more engines and guns. I don't need all this crap. I did build some amusing ones just for the fun of it. Uh, like I built uh, Gurren Logan. Oh, yes. <laughs> so it's this like two cockpits on top of each other and then the <laughs> fists with drills on the front <laughs> yep yeah i was going for a fastness with my uh, flying dick so yeah uh this is an amusing weird little part of the game that lets you kind of do kind of interesting stuff it's not nearly there isn't nearly enough stuff for do to do for it to be like a actually like good no, no, there's not. But it is such a welcome relief from the rest of the game. And there's no exposition. Oh, thank God. Well, there is a uh, brief cut-ins from uh, Chip. Yeah, but it's all just like... Yeah, it's a quick like, uh, hey, we got this. Hey, there's shit available. Yeah, and it's all like the items you're picking up. It's dip, not dip, like, dip, dip, dip. hey, did you know that this guy Let's traveled walk. through time to go get you from the past and bring him forward? And now he's, uh, your past soul is in a secret robot. That comes later. That's a real plot point. <laughs> Holy shit. What the fuck world do you go to next? You go to the dumb city. What's the town? Twilight Town? Twilight Town. You go to Twilight Town. What? You don't immediately go to Twilight Town, do you? Yeah, you do. I guess I have it written down. I could just look at my fucking notes. Because you run in the tri-nerds. Uh, oh my god. Jason, there's so much note here. Yeah. So you go to Twilight Town. There's three characters, I assume, from earlier games. They suck. I hate them. Uh, they're getting attacked by a bunch of Heartless. You beat them up. And then you're like, I feel Roxas deep inside of me. Because Sora is a rushing nesting doll of other people. He really fucking is. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You do. But we skipped over the... um. The part with uh, Mickey and Riku. Oh. And they start talking about fucking you, Aqua and... You get an entire cutscene, and then I believe you actually fight the fight in here. Like, they let you control Riku. And Riku and Mickey, because Riku passed his Mark of Mastery exam. By the way, in, I think, the first game, maybe the second game, don't remember. At one point, Riku is turned evil. And then you defeat him with power of friendship, and he comes back to being a good guy. So Riku is one of the other three kids from Hamfist Island. And <laughs> he is, he passed his Mark of Mastery exam, so he is technically a Keyblade, Keyblade Master, which allows him and Mickey to go into the realm of darkness, wielding their Keyblade because that's the only thing that protects you there. Yes. Okay. Because they're looking for Aqua, a Keyblade Master who trained under Ericus, who is lost in the realm of darkness. As I'm looking at my notes. All right. Uh, you head off to the mysterious tower. You meet up with a wizard who talks shit to Sora. Then Mickey and Riku show up. Mickey looks weird as fuck. They talk about Aqua is gone. Who the fuck is Terra? Riku is Sora, right? How are they both here? If they high-five, do they time cop together? This is how my notes go. It's just this weird stream of conscious. What the fuck is happening? Right. So <laughs> Mickey looks horrendous, and a lot of the characters here really don't look good. Especially the 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 main characters in their Final Fantasy-ness look 
fine. By the standard of this is how they're supposed to look, almost all of the Disney characters look off. The only one I had an issue with was Mickey. Oh, no. And it was the way that his eyes were done, where it's a giant eyeball set back from his face with a clear indentation of his eyelids, which are like a slider. And his are the only ones that are like that. I mean, again, Sid looks weird as shit, but mostly (laughs) just because of his weird bug eyes. A lot of their eyes are kind of weird. They're either like too far forward or back because they're not like part of their skull. They're just like rendered by themselves. And it's odd. It is weird. Um, I do want to take a quick stop and say that the dialogue at to this point is so cringy and horrible it makes you want to die. Uh, Riku and Mickey share a heartfelt moment in the world of darkness that is only what I could describe as ridiculous. Uh, this is where Riku talks about, he's like, he stops and Mickey's like, what? And Riku's like, I just remembered a memory. And Mickey's like, <laughs> oh, was it a good memory? <laughs> and Riku responds, I can't tell you. Mickey is just like, well, that sounds like a great memory. We should continue. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? Is that better in Japanese? (laughs) What? What? What is this? So that, that, like, that just happens. That happens to you. And you don't, you never get resolution on that. Why did they do this? It's, it's so bad. Is that when he finds a keyblade and just like some old discarded keyblade and he says he's going to leave it there for the other me? Oh, yeah. I mean, that happens after. Oh, my God. And you're just like, none of... What is... What are you doing? Why? Why? Why any of this? So, after that fun interlude, we were at Twilight Town. Why the fuck do you go to Twilight Town? You literally don't know. That Sora's exact reasoning is, we haven't been here in a while. Yep. Sora cascades his way through this game with literally no ambition or direction and just kind of keeps falling forwards. Well, I assume it's because he sees dead people. They tell him where to go. Yeah, probably. Sora is incompetent and full of other people. And that's his that's his whole goal. Oh, I was referring to his voice actor. I don't know what other shit Haley Joel Osment's been in. I don't know <laughs> either. Anywho. I guess besides Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> So you go to Twilight Town, you meet up with three chuckle fucks, the pudgy one, the athletic one, and the girl. Yeah, Inky, Blinky, and Mo. Yeah. And you save them from some more Heartless. They're like, thanks, man. And you're like, I gotta find s- Right, no, this is where the nobodies show up, right? Yeah, the squigglies. Yeah. And you beat them up. And then, yeah, you're like, I gotta find Roxas. And they're like, what's a Roxas? And you're like, you were friends with him in this other fake reality. And they're like, then we should be friends with him in this reality. We'll help you find Roxas. Oh, God! Right, because you have a picture of them all together. Yes. And they're like, well, that's no way that that's fake. He must be friend then. Yep. This is the only picture we have to prove that we were friends. And we're friends now. You have never met this man. <laughs> friends. <laughs> what the fuck? So you go to the old mansion. It's abandoned and haunted. No one goes there. So you go to the old mansion. and Oh, it's the haunted mansion. I didn't get that. Ah. Uh... On your way there, you stop in a forest, and there's a mouse. Fuck you. (laughs) I fucking... (laughs) You'll never guess. It's everyone's favorite mouse from the mouse movie. Speaking of voice actors, they couldn't get back. So you, 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 you kill a bunch of Heartless, and then he's all like, waves his arms and grabs Sora's hair and pilots him like a robot. And makes you pick up a bunch of food. Thankfully, they don't force you to do this. It just happens in cutscene. And then you're like, great, bye. Gotta go to the Haunted Mansion. You go to the Haunted Mansion. Uh, You find a giant machine that's, like, full of data from the other universe. And you get a call from... Oh, what the fuck is his name? 
The dude with the super swooshy hair. Neckerchief? Yeah. Yeah, no idea what his name is. All right, he's got, like, crazy long hair that he always styles over his face because he's from, like, the mid-2000s. He looks like he listens to the Smiths. Yeah. But he's pretty. And he starts talking to Sora about the data that Ansem the Wise hid inside Sora and how they're decoding it and how it shows that Sora's special because he can contain multiple hearts. And he's going to help them unlock the machine in the mansion because that might have data on the alternate universe that gives them some more insight into Ansem's code. Now I have questions. Okay, shoot. Uh, the fuck is data? Does this ever actually pay off or did I just tune it out? What other universe? How many people are really inside Sora? Because I the last tally was like three, but I think it goes up every time anybody fucking asks about it. Okay, the answer is three. There's three people inside Sora, but there could be as many people as you want inside Sora at any time. <laughs> when we talk about data, we talk about... Oh, God! That feels right. <laughs> when we talk about Dana's slight aneurysm. <laughs> the, the, the evil people, Organization 13, have found a way to recreate worlds just out of data, right? They're simulations. These uh, simulations okay. count okay. as real worlds. Roxas is from, like, one of these simulations, I think, kind of. Or is in one, or was in one. There's a whole... One of the side games, right? Because they've released, like, eight games. One of them, uh, the Codebreaker one, uh, I'm never going to call it what it's at. Is that the card game one? Kingdom Hearts Recoded, I think, is actually its official title. Yeah, yeah. And is actually entirely in a digital world you it's digimon yes as a digital copy of sora play through your memories in jiminy's journal to find corruptions and secrets hidden in there and when you do they regular world people figure out that the heart hearts can exist both digitally and in the real world because sora's heart transcends time and space and numbers Okay, uh, the microphone's not going to pick me up uh, scowling into it, but I'm just going to let that one go. How come uh, we haven't mentioned that Jiminy's there? Does he live in Sora's hair? Yes. Okay. Asked and answered, thank you. <laughs> yep, he lives in Sora's hair. He takes notes the entire time. He's, he is your journal keeper, and um, that's it. Well, like Moral Compass from time to time. Not that Sora, fucking idiot, needs Moral Compass, but he's always around. Yep, Okay. Then you go back to town. Back to town where you run into uh, Scrooge McDuck and Little Chef. Yeah, and they opened a bistro, and they'll cook for you anytime. Oh, right. They wouldn't call him Remy because nobody speaks Mouse or Rad, so they don't know what his name is. Yes, so it's Little Chef. Well, that's what, um, I can't think of the fucking dude in the movie's name. But anyway, that's what he calls him. Sure. Oh, man, that's going to drive me crazy. Yeah, he is a bistro. There's, there's a whole food sex component of the game. Hold on, where's Twilight Town? Uh, no, Twilight Town is a world that is non-Disney affiliated. It's a actual world. But Little Chef is from France. Yes, and Scrooge McDuck is from his own Duckverse. Right. Twilight Town Connect is one of the places that is its own. It connects multiple universes. Well, I assume uh, Mickey, Which, Scrooge, and Donald and Goofy are all from the same universe. Yeah. Makes you wonder why some... Pe- it's like you're the advanced alien race and you can go from planet to planet, but the the people on the planets, aka Disney movies, can't. So therefore, Remy the Mouse is a high enough advanced 
civilization <laughs> that he can leave his own planet. Oh, okay. But we haven't gotten to him yet, but what about Frozen and Tangled? Because they take place in the same universe. Do they? Yeah. Do they? They do. Do they? Again, yes. Why do you have this Disney knowledge? Children. Why do you have this Disney knowledge? The fucking uh, girls that I have, we watch a lot of fucking Disney movies! <laughs> I don't believe you. Oh, man. Oh, man. When we get to Frozen, I will talk about uh, the fucking nom flashbacks I had on that one. But <laughs> but we're through world number two right now. Not even. Yeah, I know. And so we just... I, I, does anything else happen here? Uh, Before you unlock the food mini stuff. Yeah, no. Uh, it's the food buff bullshit and it makes you collect ingredients yep but no this is the last thing you do before you fuck off okay, to the next so place the food sub thing i'm going to talk about this real quick because i don't believe either of us ever did it no you can collect ingredients all throughout every world there's and donald and goofenstein will fucking remind you this looks like a great place to find some ingredients every time every time you collect ingredients and it's just it's food ingredients you collect butter and porcinis and fish and this and that and like you can assemble these ingredients send them off to little chef he'll make food for you food is a temporary buff you can set like whole meals which give you better bonuses and i never touched them i would because uh, it makes you make a dish uh as soon as you're done collecting for little chef so i did like i finished out whatever ingredients that i had I abhor temporary buffs in anything. I feel like it's a waste of my own time. Uh, especially, and we can get to it at the end with the combat, I didn't feel that I needed any buffs at any point. And so I, I never bothered with it. I mean, that's a huge part of it, is that I don't hate most temporary buffs if they're relevant. I can say The Witcher 3, there's like certain oils and poisons that you can use to like coat your sword for the next however long and you'll get bonus damage versus like werewolves. Yeah, that's super fucking useful because it gives you like double damage versus werewolves when you're in like a werewolf quest. Well, like I've put, we've put way too much time into Monster Hunter that I'm not going to say that like I'm totally against the idea, but I fucking... I hate, like, uh, and even in Monster Hunter, like, it bothers me where, like, I get to chug a potion and then for five minutes I have increased strength or health. And that's a different because I find that one fun and entertaining and I didn't care about a five or 10% increase to my defense when nothing hit me that hard anyway. Yeah, the game is incredibly easy. But more on that later because we've still got story to get through. Oh boy. Next is Toy Box. That's Toy Story. We're going to Toy Story. Hooray. Toy Story. Toy Story. You fly to Toy Story and you show up. They're fighting some Heartless. You beat the Heartless for them. They have Woody is almost right. Almost. So here's an interesting thing. Because of all these Disney properties, some of the voice acting is not right. And some of the times that's not an issue. Some of the times it's incredibly distracting. Phil, for example, because they just cut all of his lines, even if he did, like, it, it's super distracting because it's really awkward. Okay, uh... But, so, I, I have in my notes where Hercules and Meg don't sound right. They don't. But, that's because that movie came out, what, 20, 30 years ago? Yeah. It's the same voice actors, they, they're just older. Yeah. And, I, like, James Woods still sounds like James Woods. Absolutely. So, I found Hercules to be fine other than Phil. That was a mistake. I didn't have a huge issue with Hercules area. But you have uh, stand-ins for Buzz and Woody. Yes. But Ham and Rex are the voice actors. Ham and Rex are the voice actors, so Ham and Rex are fine. The stand-in for Woody is... Oh, what's his name? Oh, um... 
Because he's his brother. Yeah, shit. I don't remember what the guy's name is. Anyway. Oh. Yeah, it's something Hanks. Yeah, it, it's... I can't remember his name. Something Hanks. He's Tom's brother. So he's almost right. It's, it's a bit odd. And then Buzz is some dude who's not right, and it is weird. Yeah, it, it is. Buzz the whole time throws you at me off. Like, Buzz starts talking, I'm like, what is happening? Why is happening? Now, I will say, because... When you get to the different worlds, uh, your appearance changes to better blend in with your surroundings because you can't let all of these worlds know magic's a thing, even though they have no problem just pulling off bullshit magic in front of people. Hey, that's whatever. It's not even that like you can't let them know that magic's a thing, right? I, I magic's don't... fine. You can't let them know that the universe exists as large. It's straight up prime directive bullshit. It is Star Trek. We are not allowed to interfere with the actions of this world. Is that what it is? Because yes. I thought you were looking for, like, the fucking seven hearts or something, which would require the people from these fucking planets, but you just need to gather them but not actually tell them about it when fucking Organization 13's running around having no problem filling people in. Or I guess they don't either, right? Like, they're just trying to corrupt people, but they're, like, vague about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, whatever. But when you get on into the toy box, um, everyone's appearance changes to, like, toy versions. Yeah. Which I thought was done really well, and this is important later. Yeah, you're all Lego-fied, and it's... I mean, it as a dumb explanation, it's kind of amusing that you blend into each area, and your Lego-fied versions look like toys. Yeah. Great. Uh, Rex mistakes you for another toy. Oh, sorry. When you go to Toy Box, it straight up rolls an advertisement. Yes. Yeah. This this made me so fucking mad because I didn't realize it was in-game because, you know, you got to be connected to the fucking internet. So I just thought it started rolling a fucking ad. Same. Was, Are you fucking kidding me? But it plays this uh, ad for some uh, super Final Fantasy looking game that exists in world about fighting an uh, anime protags, giant robots, something, something, whatever. Real talk, I'm not sure if that's an actual game or not. No, I, I don't think it's an actual game. I think it is. Oh, is it? Like, I'm pretty sure that's actually an advertisement for a Square Enix game. Oh, it, it, if it's a game, it's gotta be Square Enix. But either way, they have that in-world because uh, Buzz, or not Buzz, uh, Rex is all about it. Yes, and mistakes you for the character from that game. Even though you don't really look like him. No, but, I mean, Square Enix protag and a Square Enix protag. Anime face, spiky hair, go? Yep. Well, they can't all be Saitama, right? I mean, it would be better. It'd be a lot less dialogue. You basically have to win over uh, Woody and Buzz reveal that half of the toys, Andy and all the people vanished. And they've been waiting in Andy's room for like three days. And this all started down at the toy store or something, something, something. You leave Andy's house, you go down to the toy store and you meet, I do not remember which person, which organization person is where so we're not even gonna try and i don't know i i may or may not have it written down um i'm not looking at my notes because i'm just gonna get lost on where we are and then like trying to find my place in my random ass uncollected notes and everyone is all fucking long black coat giant fucking zipper i, I don't know like they barely have different personalities there's the the lady one there's um fucking axley who's uh, fucking we can get to that thirsty bitch later there's the stupid one with the uh giant guitar thing yeah who does nothing the entire game love that guy as they're literally talking about how you suck at everything why are you even here and he's like i don't know they benched me and you're like why is this happening to me why do i need this conversation in my life yeah where he's like he's not even salty about it like he doesn't care yeah and you're just like why are you even on their side 
He's like, I don't know, they wanted me to be a bad guy, so I'll be a bad guy. Well, like, doesn't the lady say later on, uh, whose name I can't think of, where she's like, um, she's like, she doesn't really care about what they're trying to do. She's, uh, somebody else busted out where it's like, oh, you're just here because of him. And she's like, shut up. Yeah. And it's just like, but do you know, his plan is like to blow up the world, right? Xehanort's plan is to remake the universe. Hold on. Kind of. Let's get, let's, we'll cover that when we get to the end, because I have some thoughts. But Toy Box, we're at the store. Yeah, you go to the store, you meet up with one of the members of Organization 13. They cast Sora into the video game that you are mistaken from. And... Well, you get giant fighting robot tutorial before then. Yeah, and you do giant fighting robots. It, it's all dumb. You do a bunch of dumb shit. You fight some things. <laughs> you save Rex. You save Pig. You save army soldiers. You save Rex again. Uh, you crawl through some vents. You fight... What's the final boss in this one? Oh, the uh, spaceship thing. Where you're around on the uh, playmat. Sure. It makes the city. You got to jump on top of it and then smack it in the cockpit. I don't remember this at all. The correct oh, way to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I remember. That thing, it, I mean, it's a joke. Everything's a joke. <laughs> it's not a funny one. Nope. So you beat that, and then Woody, uh, because Buzz gets corrupted by darkness, so that's, you're fighting this giant spaceship to free Buzz from his darkness. Oh, okay. This whole time, you show up, Buzz doesn't trust you guys, because you just fucking show up out of nowhere, and Woody is like, hey, you fought the dudes that were attacking us, so we must be friends. Fucking right on, guys. Buzz has an about face five minutes later, where Woody's like, Buzz, chill out, and Buzz is like, nah, I guess you guys are alright, we're fucking friends now. But it always is kind of looming there, until the end, where, yeah, it's suddenly fucking evil, and then, uh, he gets snapped out of it when Woody's like, Buzz chill the fuck out and he stomps his foot and the darkness disappears and Buzz is like oh yeah right actually yeah. that whole scene is uh, abridged and shitty as I just said it I I really like that scene just because I like Woody sure I mean it's just the continued <laughs> the, the 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 story the, is, is that Sora learns everywhere that like hearts and friendship are good darkness is bad he learns that eight times in a row and it's garbage <laughs> well he also learns that friendship is magic and the fifth element is love, and the real power was in you the whole time. And to hit people with teacups. And fucking teacups, man. Yeah, uh, one of the big things in combat for the... We'll get to that later. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so we're through Toy Box. Next up, Tangled? Sounds right, right. yeah. yeah. You go to Tangled. This is where you get some interesting stuff, because it just plays parts of the movie. And for the newer ones, they just do that, where they just straight up play clips from the movie. Uh, we left out the surprise cactar in uh, Toy Box. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not important. Not dealing with that ish. Um, so Tangled was my favorite one because Rapunzel cracked my shit up. Just her writing. Not not the, any of the other characters here. Just Rapunzel was funny. Nope. This world had the dancing minigame. I'm out. Ooh, yeah, it did. <laughs> Each place has its own gimmick. Toy Box has these mechs, and you do a whole mech fighting section. There's multiple mech fighting sections. In Tangled, you do you do the same thing you do everywhere. It, you show up, there, it's clips from Tangled, and then bad guy shows up and is like, I'm a threat in you, and you beat up more heartless and more squigglies. What are they called? Nobodies. And then you go do a weird mini game. In this case, you go to the town square and you perform a dance-off. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, this one follows along with the movie. It's just that as Flynn is escaping from Max and the guards that are chasing him, he runs into a bunch of nobodies when Sora shows up with Donald and Gooby or whatever. And 
he's like, um, well, Sora tells him that he can run. They'll fight him. He runs off to the tower. Cue the whole movie thing where Rapunzel has him tangled up. They fuck off out of the tower. Only um, Sora, Donald, and Goofy show up to the tower right as they're coming down. And it's the first time she's ever been outside. And it cuts back and forth between her being jubilant at being outside and running around to incredibly depressed that her mom's going to be sad. And it just like cuts back and forth every three seconds. And God, that was fun. That, that worked for me. Oh man. And then at the end of the cutscene, she's like, everything sucks. And Sora's like, maybe it's not so bad. And she's like, who are you? Despite the fact that you've already met. No, no. She's just fucking running around. You haven't met. You can't see the air quotes. Flynn says he has three accomplices that are going to come with them. And then you're in like all of the cutscenes of her running around. See, and I thought that was hilarious that they're standing there the whole time and she doesn't even notice them. And somehow she's like, who the fuck are you? And Flynn's like, my three accomplices I said I had. That's these guys. Yeah, so even with this, it follows along where they make their way to the town. While they're off, Gothel comes back to the tower, realizes Rapunzel's gone, and then uh, Organization 13 member, whose name doesn't matter, shows up and be like, uh, I can help you find her evil shit, which is yeah. weird because she's already evil. Well, because well, she's not really evil. She's just trying to keep herself alive. Yeah. And the Organization 13 member uh, basically the whole shows up to you and is like, hey, yo, keep Rapunzel safe. And you're like, what? And they're like, we need her magic powers. Keep her safe. Bye. Okay. So you go to the town square, you do the dancing minigame, it's miserable. Dance! Rapunzel and Flynn are headed, like, back. They see the lanterns in the sky, and then Flynn gets beat up, put on a boat, and shoved into the ocean. And Rapunzel's like, what's going on? And the Organization 13 member's like, look at Flynn, he's leaving you, he hates you. And then... Was well, uh, that when Gothel shows back up? That's when Gothel like, shows back which up. Which is like, right out of the movie too, right? Yeah, and it's like, we have to go get back to the tower. Why would you do this? You get nap-timed. I don't know, the Organization member just like, boop, puts her to sleep. Yeah. Flynn this happens sh- a lot. Flynn shows back up. Yeah. And his amnesia. My God, his amnesia gets brought up every seven seconds. By the way, Sora has amnesia. He just forgets, like, everything. Honestly, I just thought he was stupid. Because, like, you know, I think about half of the organization members are like, Sora! And he's like, who are you? And they're like, you wouldn't remember. Right, isn't that because at some point he was evil and I assume they wiped his mind? Something so, like, like that. Yeah. Uh, well, he wasn't evil. An evil version of... Kyrie nominee. Shut the fuck up. What are you even talking about? <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> yeah, so his memory's all like jorbled, I guess. <laughs> That's when Flynn and Max is the horse? Yeah. Max show up and Donald and Goofy can't figure out how to wake Sora up and Flynn's like, Max, lick his face. And that wakes Sora up. Yeah. And you're like, man, Donald and Goofy suck. Neither of them wanted to lick his face. Neither of them could wake up someone who's sleeping as deeply as, if you lick him, he wakes up. Have you ever been licked by a horse? Man, that checks out. Yeah, you ever been slapped? Do not think for a second that Donald would not have slapped Sora across the face. Yeah. Just been like, bat, get up! (laughs) Wake up, bitch! (laughs) But they couldn't figure that out. Instead, they were like, just, what if we say his name a lot? What if, like a sleeping infant, you just grabbed him by the shoulders and shook as hard as possible? <laughs> Pile driver. <laughs> Stone Cold Stunner? German suplex? RKO out of nowhere? <laughs> <laughs> Frog splash? Anyway, so Sora wakes up and then a lot of you go back to Rapunzel's tower where... <laughs> Off the top rope! <laughs> 
you uh it plays more clips from just the fucking movie yeah like flynn's tied up he gets stabbed gothel shanks a bitch yeah and punzel's like fine i'll stay in the tower just let me save him with my magic hair well yeah her plan is to now run away since people know about rapunzel or something and she will fuck off with Gothel forever and keep her young using her magic hair. She doesn't give a shit so long as she can save Flynn. Yeah. And Flynn's like, nope. Yeah. As he's laying there bleeding, it's what, a piece of broken mirror? Mirror, yeah. Yeah. And she leans over to do the little uh, magic song yep. to heal him. He cuts her hair off. Just like the movie. Just like the movie. Uh, and then uh, Gothel... Starts getting all old suddenly out of nowhere, which is strange, but I thought it was weird in the movie, too. And then she falls out a window and dustifies the way down. Yeah, she's straight, uh, what's, uh, the Last Crusade? Drink from the wrong goblet? Yeah, she kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> she just, she like, chose poorly. <laughs> yeah, she chooses poorly. Like, Okay. <laughs> And so as her cloak is floating down on the ground, Organization 13 member is like, well, we can't have that, and summons a giant monster for you to fight. That's it. Like, it's not related. Yeah, like, I didn't get that. Like, was it using her gross dust or, like, the cloak or something? Or I don't... Just... I don't know. It's completely unrelated. Yeah, because it's this weird tree thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and you just beat it to death, and then cut back to the movie, Rapunzel cries, and it heals Flynn, and everything's great. We did it! We got through another zone. Woo! Okay, so then... Then... Uh... What's after that one? Uh... Is this one Monsters, Inc.? Yes. Monsters, Inc. So, uh, in terms of the, like, magic that hides you, you look exactly normal in this one. In... Not Monsters, Inc. In Rapunzel. Yeah. It doesn't change anything. Which I find funny. Every time that nothing changes and Donald and Goofy are there. And I'm like, I don't know. That three foot tall talking duck seems a bit out of place. Yeah, right? <laughs> and like, that really fucking sticks out in like Pirates of the Goddamn Caribbean. But at least I can buy it in fucking uh, Tangled where there's because like magic Max, and shit. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah, fucking Max. Like, everyone's okay with a sentient horror. Sure, he doesn't talk, but hey, that's whatever. Yeah, so it's not that far of a leap, but... By the way, Pirates of the Caribbean is one of these places, and there's a three-foot-tall talking dog. Yeah, and that's just fu- Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, like, whatever. We'll fucking get there. <laughs> so, because you get to Monsters, Inc., and boy, oh, boy, are you uh, monsters, I guess. Okay. Oh, man. So, uh, Donald looks weird, but he's like a Cyclops monster version of Donald. Fine. Goofy. Zero fucking problem with because Goofy looks like some weird Goofy monster. Great. For Soda Sora, it's just fucking gross. <laughs> he looks he looks like um yeah, that that's basically it. He looks like Fursona fanfic of Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. He's got a weird stubby tail and like I don't know if it's supposed to be a horn or a hair that swooshes over his face. Well it's like because it doesn't a weird, move. like, furry kind of cat face, but it's, like, almost like a fish fin, yeah, like, it hair. like a piece of coral. Yeah. And it's bad. And uh, speaking of voice actors they didn't get, hey, Billy Crystal, John Goodman, mm. Mike and Sully look awful. Yes. And this is, like, some of the characters just look really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, even fucking Boo. Like, Boo does not look good. Yeah, Monsters, Inc. as a whole just is off. It's all off. It's very bad. You, Boo is there. You show up, and they're like, we gotta get Boo home. And that's the whole thing. That's it. Like, 
you, your whole goal the entire Monsters, Inc. is to get Boo home. Yeah, uh, Sully runs the company. Uh, yeah, so, like, th- this is another one. This happens post-Monsters, Inc. Yes. Sully is already the CEO. They run on laugh power. And Randall was thrown through a door. But because they needed a villain, and they weren't going to create a villain, which I don't know why they couldn't. Because yeah, it isn't like they don't do that later. Yeah. They bring Randall back. Which, to be fair, uh, that just works. Like, in in canon, I don't know why they think throwing someone through a door will get rid of them. Well, because he goes through the door and it's like, oh, look, a gator. We can make a handbag out of him, right? Yeah. So it's like, haha, Randall's dead now. That's the joke, which is admittedly dark. But it makes sense for his character that he would want to seek revenge. But every time you see him, his goal is to get rid of Sully and then become the CEO, which it, is weird. It's it's super weird that like his goal is to make Monsters, Inc. the most profitable company of all time. He He's like capitalism the enemy but also isn't it already because like they switched to laughter which is a whole lot more efficient and in fact that was one of the major plot points of the movie and they double down on that in this section of the game yeah that laughter is so much more potent than screams which then really makes you wonder if randall actually like wanted to run the company he would recognize that yeah it's it's a mess uh the fun side quest in this one because you know i said everything has its own uh unique garbage is that there's sections of the game where you need to power up doors to do that you get you have to fill boo's laughometer which is just waves of enemies yeah, it's just waves of enemies it's, it's really poorly executed see i was gonna say it was the stupid ass rail sections oh no but those show up elsewhere so like this is where they introduce rail sections, but Big Hero 6 has plenty of those. Yeah, it does. Yep, so you go through, like, the whole building. Things are on fire uh, because the Heartless are invading. I don't even remember what the organization member there was doing. Uh, Something about... Because they're there to, like, corrupt one of the seven hearts, which is why you go to these seven worlds. But I wasn't sure who it was he was trying to corrupt here, like, because I wasn't, it's not Boo, but it's not really, like, Mike or Sully either, because they don't interact with them. Like, no. they're just fucking with Randall the whole time, yeah. and it ain't Randall. No, they're, they're, but they're giving Randall weird stuff. Although, they do have a pretty good speech at some point about, um, where Mike and Sully are talking about, to the organization member, about how they're good now. And it's changed. And uh, Organization 13 members like, look around you. Like, this one's still filled with screams. What are you talking about? You're forgetting where you've been, only focusing on where you are. This is all nightmare fuel, my man. <laughs> yeah. Is it a different organization member at one point? Because then at the end of this world, uh, Vanita shows up. The old uh, weird muscle-bound uh, motorcycle helmet dude. Yeah. Ugh. Fuck that guy. Yeah. And he... No, it's him the whole time, I thought. Is it? I don't remember. Anyway, he shows up and he's like, yo, Ventus's heart is inside of you, Sora, and I'm going to tear it out of you. And then he beats you up and then Sully grabs him and throws him through a door. Oh, I fucking love this. And then grabs that door and throws it through a door. And then grabs that door and throws it through a door. And then grabs that door and throws it through a door. And grabs that door and shreds it. That was so fucking funny because fucking (laughs) Sully just picks him up and gone. The door. Another door. Grabs the door. Through another door. Bam, door. Bam, door. It was an amusing sequence to watch and then as I thought about it, I was like, that was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, no. Like, it's fucking functionally useless because they teleport because they teleport (laughs) like it's not like throwing a door into another door is like throwing a bag of holding into another bag of holding which is great 
in your next D&D campaign. Just do that. See what happens. Doesn't everything go away? It explodes? Uh, no, well, it kind of. It implodes uh, into a gate into the astral plane and pulls everything in. <laughs> <laughs> a one-way gate to the yeah, astral plane. Yeah. yeah. So just do that. Just see what happens. Just be done with it. You can suicide your bomb way you're with, with people <laughs> if you really need to. <laughs> In fact, if you know the spell gate, it's not even a suicide bomb. <laughs> you just run up, do that to the enemy, and then just plane shift. I'm back, guys. Where's the enemy? <laughs> They're not coming back. <laughs> Bag of holding. Ultimate weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, uh, nukes your enemies. Destroys liches. What can't they do? Nothing. <laughs> Holds you shit. So that's where you're revealed that Ventus's heart is also inside Sora. Cool. Sora, the heart keeper. Uh, but then, yeah, Vanitas gets chucked, which is then uh, additionally irrelevant because Organization 13 members can just teleport wherever they want all the time. Yeah. Like, you can throw him through a door. And I really wish that by the time Sully had finished throwing that last Thor, he had just re-teleported back into the area and was like, dude, what? I kind of wanted to, like, he's just standing behind him. <laughs> yeah, just like, mm. This uh, right here kind of showcases one of my issues with all of the characters in the game. Sora is repeatedly knocked out or just straight up pwned on, mm-hmm. right? He's garbage. Yeah. and When like, you're and, not controlling him, he's garbage. Yeah, no, he, he's fucking useless. And, I, and I, I get that. And for the cutscenes to build tension, I guess you, you have to have that. But you don't show any of the protag characters doing anything proactive either. Like Sully does right here where he just fucking yeets this bitch through a door. Every time one of the organization members shows up, they're like, fucking crazy magic time. And then they all fly off. But they never do that to them. Yeah. But then it's just like, uh, you literally punch the shit out of them. So it, 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 the also, balance always felt weird to me there. Yeah, and the organization members, I don't know how any of their stuff works, because half the times they'll just like, I can summon a bunch of enemies and teleport and do all this stuff. And you're like, how is this even a challenge? You should be stomping us into the dirt right now. Yeah. Why don't you just teleport five of your members here and beat Sora to death? Yeah. I don't understand. Or it's like, oh, here's a wind, and you're three miles away now, which they do. Yeah. Or, uh, like, <laughs> fucking sudden, uh, here's a goddamn ice labyrinth, have fun, fucker. What? Sometimes they decide to actively impede your progress, and other times they're like, man, Sora should beat us. Or sometimes you're like, hey, Sora, coma time. 99, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> cool. Why didn't you just throw him into that lake afterwards? Why didn't you just fucking throw him in Mount Goddamn Doom or whatever? <laughs> Well, because they needed the thir- seven pieces of light to go with their 13 pieces of dark to form the keyblade. That's going to kill me. The keyblade because it's the, the yeah, no, key I'm, symbol. Not yeah. the keyblade because it's a key. It is also a key. It's actually two keys. And it unlocks Kingdom Hearts. Except that it's not a fucking blade. Why do they call it that? But it's the key blade. And I am now dead. All right. <laughs> so, ghost time. I don't know if you want to pause it or what. I need to take a break. Uh, sure. We can pause, I guess. Okay. Pause for recess. I think we just finished Monsters, Inc., and now we're moving to Frozen.
<laughs> okay, I said I was going to wait for it. <laughs> so speaking of a lot of this part, like in this game, some of these factions just feel like a fucking waste of time. Case in goddamn point Frozen, where uh, you barely interact with uh, Anna and Elsa and what's-his-fuck and that god-awful fucking snowman. So this movie came out when uh, my children were just old enough to um, really, really enjoy it. You know, and... Everyone has that Disney movie when they were a kid that they fucking latch on to. And for both of mine, it was goddamn Frozen. So anytime I hear anything about Frozen, I immediately go into rage mode, right? So the thought of having to do... This is the only fucking part where I skip cutscenes. Because uh, goddamn Elsa started singing. I was like, fuck no. Like, I heard the music and I was like, to mash the button and get right the fuck past it, right? And then uh, fucking... The fucking snowman, whose name I refuse to say. If he was on screen... No. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm done. Fuck you. Fuck you, Josh Gad. <laughs> Perfect. So, in Frozen, you show up, and you run into a fleeing Elsa. She's piecing out a dodge, and she's like, who are you, and why are you here? And you're, are you here for the coronation? And it, I, I loved this part, because Sora's like, yes, we're here for the coronation. After looking at the other two, like, I, what are, <laughs> yes, I guess. And she, they're like, and so who are you? And she looks at them, and it, immediately, she's like, I'm Queen Elsa. And they're like, you're a queen? And you can see in her face, like, what? <laughs> you just said you're here for the coronation. I beep, boop, 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 beep, understanding what is happening. And Sora and the other two are just like, I don't know what's happening either. And she's like, nope, gotta go. Ice wall, pieces. And then they then chase her because Sora's immediately infatuated with her. Yeah, he's like, she seems sad. We should help her. Okay. That's that's it. Sora's like, she seems sad. I should chase her through these mountains. Yeah. Don't be like Sora. <laughs> Don't be like Sora. That is not okay. <laughs> Sora goes full on stalker mode on her. Uh, but I don't wonder worry. if she's thinking about me. God, she smells nice. <laughs> weird. And this is where weird antenna chick shows up, right? Yes. And she's like, nah, I'm going to lightning you into an ice dungeon. <laughs> Everything about that's right. Yep. <laughs> yep. So you're just in an ice dungeon. Cool. Yeah, she just fucking throws you in an ice maze. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what? Out of nowhere. With magic. No one bothers to explain it. It just is. Yeah, and the, again, the unbalanced power that is the light versus darkness, except that the darkness is, like, not really trying. <laughs> yeah. Because she has the power to do this, she can fucking crush them at will, but, eh, ice maze, I guess. Yeah, and she makes a point, and this is insane, because Sora, you know, is trying to tear after Elsa, like, we'll save you from yourself, I guess. <laughs> and she's like, no, this isn't for you. Elsa's going to either fall on the light or dark, and I'm here to, you know, figure it, watch and figure it out. I'm not going to influence her, and neither are you. And Sora's like, that's dumb. I'm gonna go influencer. Yeah. <laughs> what? Which is kind of like against the whole prime directive thing that he's supposed to be following in the goddamn first place. Yes. Sora, at all points, attempts to both reveal that they are from another world and to f mess with all of their shit. Like, that's his stated goal. And you're like, but that, no, we're not supposed to do that. And he's like, yeah, but I gotta. <laughs> I gotta. So... You get ice mazed, you climb out of the ice maze, and then you chase after Elsa again, and then they literally play the entire just let it go sequence from the movie. Boy, I'm glad I skipped that. It's literally just movie sequence on your TV in a video game. 
It's so dumb. I was afraid of that. I really was. Yeah. That's why as soon as the fucking music started, nope, 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 fuck you, I'm out. So you're like, wow, let's go run up to this ice palace. Old Antenna Face shows up again and is like, I told you not to do this. And you're like, yeah, but I'm going to do it anyway. And so she throws you off the mountain again. <laughs> and when you hit the bottom, not the bottom, but you fall down the mountain and you run into uh, Anna, dude I don't know, reindeer, and the most annoying character they've ever devised in any movie ever. <laughs> yep. I, I hate him. I haven't even seen Frozen. I hate him. Yeah. Because I've listened to the stage musical, and he sucks. Yes. It's not better than the movie. I don't, I've never seen this. I couldn't even fuck less about what they do on stage. If it's not burning an effigy of him, hopefully with someone inside. Fingers crossed it's Josh Gad who voices him. It probably won't be. And honestly, that dude's never done anything to me besides voices an irritating character. But hey, whatever. Oh, and then here's an amusing thing. All the, uh, the voice actors for this are just the voice actors. Yeah. Like, it's Josh Gad, uh, Dana Menzel, I don't know who's Anna, and... Uh, uh, Kristen Bell, and... Uh, but, like, it's them. Yeah. Well, it was the same for uh, Tangled, too. Yes. In the uh, high-value properties. <laughs> well, I mean, they, like... <clears throat> I will give them credit in that they did a fairly good job of getting the voice actors from whatever they were. Unless they were Danny DeVito, John Goodman, Billy Crystal. <laughs> Except for one, and we'll get there. Oh, and uh, Tom Hanks. And uh, you can't afford Tim Allen? Like, that's... Like, I get Tom Hanks, but, like, Tim Allen? Really? Tim Allen gotta eat. He ain't doing nothing. Besides being in shows that keep getting canceled. Hashtag cancel Tim Allen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you then help put the snowman back together, and then they leave. And then you run up the mountain a different way than them. You don't even stick with them. Well, yeah, but that's because Heartless Attack, you tell them to go, and then you fight them, and you try and find them, and that they're like, I don't see them, I guess we'll make our way up the mountain to go smell Anna's hair, or Elsa's hair, or whatever weird shit it is Sora wants to fucking do. so you go back up the mountain to the ice castle again, and a giant snow golem throws you all out. Yeah. He's like, shoo, shoo, we ain't dealing with this. Uh, once he throws you out of the mountain, you see a uh, evil dude carrying Elsa down the mountain. Hmm, yep. My favorite part is that they never name him in the game. No. I legitimately forget what that character's name is. Yep. He is one of the main characters. He is the main antagonist of Frozen. Yeah. He doesn't get a name. In fact, you don't see his face until the very end because you see him just running away. Yep. Klaus von Evil here <laughs> is just some dude. <laughs> At this point, you start chasing him again because, duh, he's got your beloved. (laughs) You team up with Snow Golem, bro, and wreck your way down the mountain. Okay, Uh, but, like, fucking Snow Golem tears some shit up. Yeah, Uh, there's a weird wind section where you have to duck behind walls. That's their gimmick for Frozen. Oh, yeah, it's a snowy mountain. Yep. 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 So you duck behind walls and wait for the wind to blow and then move forward and... Make your way up and out. Great. You make your way down to the frozen lake where they're having... The end of the movie. The big showdown at the end of the movie. And once again, Organization 13 member traps you in a bubble and is like, what the hell? Yeah. Why are you here? And then they literally just play the end of the movie. Yep, complete with uh, Anna getting fucking frozen in place. And then Elsa gives her a hug and it... Or fuck, kisses her. And then that's what... It clears the fucking curse or whatever. And yep. Love yep. was the answer the whole time. But even they're like, but it wasn't a dude. Like, no. Because she fuck. It's her sister. She loves her. Yeah. Doesn't have to be a dude, you sexist piece of shit. Fuck you, Sora. She doesn't need you. <laughs> and that's it. 
You don't interact with them afterwards either. No. You, you, you interact with Elsa once at the very beginning when she's running away and thinks you're, like, mentally deficient. <laughs> and you interact with Anna once when you help her put together a snowman filled with annoyance and hatred. And that's it. And then the movie continues and you fuck off. And the bad guys lost, not because you did anything, but because that's how the movie plays out. <laughs> Woo. What? What was all of this? Why was all of this? Oh, oh, okay. But speaking of totally ineffectual, we didn't talk about the ending of Toy Story, where it's revealed... And I, I'm sorry for, like, bringing this back oh, up no, so much later. no, no, no. You should, because I skipped this, and this is important, because Organization 13 member says to you, Woody, and fucking Buzz, that they made a copy of Toy Story World. Yep. A digital copy and, like, the regular world. So they copied the world and moved half of the toys over to that one. Mm -hmm. So you are in a fake digital copy of the world. You're like, that's what happened. And Buzz immediately insults you. Yeah. He's like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Because it is. Because it is. My God, is it dumb. But, but. After you beat the final boss and you defeat the Organization 13 fucking... Or you don't even beat them because they just no. piss off. Because they can teleport all the time. You leave them there in the copy because there's nothing you can do for them. Yeah, and, like, the resolution is that Woody and Buzz are like, well, we're going to go back to Andy's room and wait. You're allowed to visit anytime. Bye. <laughs> what? What? So when you barely interact with the characters and nothing happens, at this point in the game, it's really not that big a surprise. You're like, oh, yeah, I guess we're doing this again. Yeah, you you don't really do anything. Hooray! Hooray! So that's Frozen. Like, that's the whole thing. You don't do anything. The plot barely moves, if at all. Great. I don't I remember. I think it, it's at this point or between Monsters, Inc. and this one where they uh, inform you that... Yen Sid needs to talk to you. Ugh. And he's out getting a latte. No, it's Merlin. Oh, you, sorry, yes, Merlin. Yeah, it's because, not Yen Sid because he's got shit to do in his tower or whatever. Because yeah, he's a creepy old man in a tower. It's Merlin. Merlin needs to see you. By the way, Merlin has been training Kyrie and Lee, who Lee is one of the bad guys from the original Organization 13 when he went by Axel because he had an X as a name and X's mean evil because the X is actually the recruitment sigil. I'm going to die now <laughs> for a second time. Super ghost. Okay. Okay. So every time you see Axel and fucking uh, what's her fuck? Kyrie. Lolly Chan. It's, it's him giving her the hard fucking hungry eyes. It's gross. And like, because I, and I asked you about this while we were still fucking playing, and you're like, no, Axel wants to fuck Riku, and I'm like, are you sure? No, not Riku, he wants to fuck Roxas. He wants to fuck Roxas, whatever, that doesn't matter, because he's looking at this girl like, mm, hey, and she is just thinking about Sora. All the time. All the time. And then she changes into her Team Magma gear. Her outfit, that her special magical outfit that Yen Sid gives her, because Yen Sid gives uh, all the characters special magic-resistant outfits. Yeah. <laughs> we skipped over that entirely. It's fucking weird. Uh, but hers is just literally a, the Team Magma Grunt from uh, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah, okay. Yep. She's just Team Magma Grunt. Weird little hood with ears on it. Oh, yeah. 
I just it's so fucking weird. Anytime there's those two on screen. Yeah, especially because Axel she's like, Aren't you gonna change into your special magic proof gear? And he's like, nah, tight leather's the way for me. Yeah, he's still got his organization thirteen coat on, which isn't fucking weird or confusing at all when like, oh, you're dressed like a bad guy. Eh, I'm good probably or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were elite. Nah, call me Axel. Oh, he's got his ex back his name, so is he evil now? Uh no. No, it's just what he likes being called. It's just Axel's cooler than Lee. Yeah, Lee's a dumb name, and we realized it. Also, it's spelled L-E-E in the real world, and he's like, nah, Lee, L-E-A. Yeah, like Leah. Yeah. Without the H. Which, wouldn't that be like Lay? It would be. Yeah, okay. Anyway, Merlin's been training them to be (laughs) Keyblade Masters, because you need seven Keyblade Masters. Hold on, where was he training them? Huh? Where was he training them? I don't even know. Hamfist Island! That's where they've been this whole time. Is it? Yes. I didn't know. Just literally, they like never. It's just like in the middle of the woods. No, because uh, half the time they're on the coast, right? Uh, every time he's got the stupid blue cream popsicles or fucking whatever. But uh, because when she's writing a letter to Sora, uh, just being all thirsty while Lee's giving her the hungry eyes, she makes it a point to say that they're on Destiny Island. Oh, does she? Mm-hmm. I do not remember this. Anywho, that's what Merlin's been doing, but Merlin needs to talk to Sora. And Sora goes to, well, where would someone get a latte? So this part is technically entirely optional. You go back and he shows you a book. It's Winnie the Pooh, but Sora's not on the front, like God intended. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the Thousand Acre Woods or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. and so Sora's like, why am I not on the cover of the Million Acre Woods? (laughs) And Merlin's like, you could find out. So Sora uses his key to open the book and jump into the Trillion Acre Woods. (laughs) Just skip billion, huh? (laughs) (laughs) You show up, and it... Nothing's wrong. No. Nothing's, nothing has happened. You're like, Pooh, and Pooh's like, oh, hey, Sora, I want some honey. You're like, is nothing wrong? And Rabbit's like, something is wrong. I need help with my flowers. You're like, I need help with my everything. You're like, what? And he's like, help me with my flowers, Sora. Okay. Right, because they're all mental illnesses, right? What was Rabbit? Was he just like neuroses? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so you, you, you play, um, what's, what's the game? You've got a shooter at the bottom. It's got different colored balls. See, I want to say snood. No. But it's that kind of game. It's got, yeah, it's got like a series of balls at the top. Well, in this case, they're all flower pots. And they're different colors. Well, unless they're fruit. Yeah. Or vegetables. Those come later. (laughs) And you've got... flowers are at the end, man. Whatever. (laughs) You've got a thing. Veggies up front. Veg. (laughs) You've got a thing at the bottom which you can tilt to shoot and it bounces and lines up things yeah and when you match three they explode and give you points yay it's a mini game an actual like people used to play this as a game on like bad computers and cell phones well jason back in the day we played what we had and it was snood and that that that's it oh and tiles i miss tiles that's the game you do that three times three mildly different versions the shapes change, but the game doesn't. Yeah, the the shapes change, and they introduce a timer. Hmm, yeah, that's like that's the big radical oh, change. And then you get the uh, like different power ups for each one. Where mm-hmm. like the first one is the elephant, which is a character I'm not familiar with. Neither am I. Yeah, I, I don't know, and I couldn't even say it's probably not a recent edition. I don't know. I've always hated poo. It's not my thing. And then you get uh, gopher, and then. Uh, is it just Pooh, the final one? Yeah. Yeah. 
God, I fucking hate Pooh. Eeyore's the only good one. And then you finish all the tasks and... Rue's all right. They're like, great, thanks, Sora. And you leave. That's it. Well, when you leave, uh, Sora ends up back on the cover. Uh, While you're in there, Pooh says he felt like he was forgetting something. And then he remembered that he was forgetting Sora. And then Sora's like, oh, well, our connection is fading. I assume at some point Sora was trapped in Pooh or some shit. There's like the reason or fucking Pooh was in the Russian nesting doll that is fucking Sora or whatever. Anyway, at some point they had a connection because that was fading. It's why he wasn't on the cover anymore. Pretty sure the Quintillion Acre Woods is a level. Uh, Oh, that makes sense then. But when you pop back out and Sora's like, Merlin, Pooh said he was forgetting me, but everything's better now. And Merlin's like, well, yeah, like you guys are friends, but like you keep in touch with your friends like friends do. That's how you maintain that connection. You idiot child. Yeah. As it turns out, when you have friends and you want to remain friends, you should reach out every now and then. Yeah. I mean, these are like not even life lessons. These are just existence. That's pretty common sense. Yeah. So that's that. Like, it's a whole thing that they drag you through and you're like, why was any of that? And then you're off to the last two Disney locations. Mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, because I, I did uh, Pirates of the Caribbean before I did the other one. San Francisco is the last one. If you go by power level, so you're supposed to do them pirates then. Oh, are you? San Francisco. Oh, yeah. okay. Not that that ever matters. I think I ended the game like it. Tells you, like, a combat level. Yeah. And I was constantly, like, eight levels behind that. I was not. Oh, yeah, I was. I skipped so many fights, so many things. I was constantly underleveled, and I still would just whip things to death. Oh, I, I believe that. I was... The game is a joke. Uh, If not one under, then two or three over at any given time. So uh, we talked about like the way you look when you enter these worlds. And it's important to realize that when you go to the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean, they're like modeled like real people. As real as they can be. Well, yeah, they're still clearly modeled uh, 3D renderings, but like they look like people, normal people. And then there's <laughs> uh, Sora, who looks like an anime boy. And Donald and fucking Goofy. And, you know, what really bothered me the most is when they're standing next to each other, it's like uh, Johnny Depp face, uh, Legolas face, Sora. You're like, well, that looks weird. Donald. You're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yep. And it is so jarring. But it's the lighting because the lighting's done really, really well here. (laughs) Yeah, because it's supposed to, like, what? They try to emulate realism as much as possible. And then it just... It's so wrong. This way, like, I I love the way it looked because it is so fucking weird. Yeah, it's bad. And like, as you said, they they try to model them as close as they can to the real actors. And so oftentimes you find yourself in this weird, uncanny valley thing where, like, you know who they're supposed to look like and they don't quite get there. Well, sorry. Almost all of them don't quite get there. And then Johnny Depp misses by, like, a mile. He looks like a guy... Who wants to be Johnny Depp? Play. He, yeah, it looks like a uh, Captain Jack Sparrow cosplayer. Yeah. It looks like a Dee's cosplayer. And like, I don't know he's going if for. that was intentional or not. Because they don't really get the like weird drunken sway that he does. They don't do that at all. At all. They intentionally remove him from the Johnny Depp character. And I don't know if that's intentional. Yeah, you have somebody doing the voice because it sure as fuck wasn't going to be Johnny Depp doing it. Mm-hmm. And he keeps the same cadence, but not the same speech pattern. Yeah. So, it, like, it doesn't sound right, even though, like, the voice isn't right. 
So it's it's very off with is him. Kira Knightley is that who's in there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it, this is the one I was going to say is it it's the worst with the voices. My God, they speak and I'm like, mm, that is not. And I get it because a lot of the characters in this are very famous actors. Yeah. So getting them in probably would have been noticeably difficult and or expensive. But boy, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you model them off of them. I'm like, ah, that's her face. And that is not her voice. No, no. Davy Jones sounds like... But Davy Jones. Someone's really medium Irish impression. Man. <laughs> it sounds nothing like Bill fucking Nighy. And they don't even get like... Because he also, like, it's... The way that he speaks for that character is very distinct. And someone tries, but man, they fucking miss the mark. God. Yep. So the whole time you're in Pirates, I'm like, this is bad. Yeah, because they had somebody reading the lines, not like somebody intentionally trying to ham it up like Bill Nighy did and fucking crushed it. Yeah. Because Davy Jones is the fucking funnest part of that goddamn movie. Oh, by the way, you're playing through Pirates 3. Yeah, everyone's favorite. (laughs) Everyone's favorite. It's the best. You remember with the um, voodoo chick and the Davy Jones and... Yeah, so uh, you... uh, East India... Trading company. Trading company, right? Oh, and the upside down boat. Boat trek to get out of Davy Jones' locker. Yeah. It, like, starts with that. You, like, it starts with that. You help Jack escape Davy Jones' locker along with the crew. Um, what is her name? Voodoo Chick. She whispers into Sora's ear, if you unlock my heart, you'll have all the power of the seas. Yeah. This is never returned to. I mean, it is vaguely, but it's never returned to. No. Unless the power of the sea is friendship. <laughs> so, like... Wait. Oh, no, I get it. It is friendship, but it's a literal ship. <laughs> you then... Get marooned on an island, but Jack's there, and you get a boat. The Valkyrie? Yeah, the fucking SS companion ship or whatever. The Valyrian? I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> Anywho, you get your boat, and you sail... Leviathan? Uh, something. Yeah, anyway. Uh, you one, get in the good ship lollipop. And... Yep, and one of the organization members is surprised on the world doing magic card tricks. Oh, yeah, it's card trick guy. And he's like, hey, let's have a race to Port Royal. Cool. You race to Port Royal. If you're me, you lose because you hit one of your specials. Don't, don't do that. The triangle starts flashing and you're like, what does that do? And you click it and then it launches you in the air and the other boat just sails past you. I would say that at no point in this game hit triangle, we'll just fucking skip that. We'll get to that. So uh, this did take me a couple tries too, uh, because I would try to cut through the rocks. Um, It's like open water where the port is. There's these big ass rocks that almost, I assume they act like a breakwater. Yeah, you should go around it because if you try and go through a bunch of enemy ghost ships, like rush you and then it just holds you up while the guy fucking goes around. Uh, but when, excuse me, I finally got through it. Uh, I just pummeled the shit out of that dude till the ship stopped moving and casually made my way in. I mean, that's how I opened it. I literally just shot all of the orbs on his ship and he just completely stopped moving and yeah. I just sailed around the rocks and he never caught up. Not even close. Yep. Wow, great race, good times. This is a race? All the pirate ships' enemies have a glowing orb on them. If you shoot the orb, it takes all of their hit points away. Except for the bosses, where it's just like, it does a chunk of their hit points. Yeah, yeah. All the small ships, you hit them once and they crumble, if you hit the orb. Depends on where you are, I think. Keep going, we can get to that. Right, so you get to Port Royal and Jack is like, you need to collect the crabs. You're like, I don't know what that means. The crabs. Jack needs you to get crabs. Get them. 
Okay, okay, Jack. The white ones, only the white ones. That's um, that's a bold statement. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yep, so then it's a fun Point Royale fucking crab pillage adventure where you go around and break shit in front of the townspeople and try and smack the crabs. 300 of them. Three fucking hundred crabs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Why not like 20? Nope, 300 crabs. Why not like five? You go and get your 300 white crabs and you come back and the crabs magically fix the boat somehow. And Jack's like, I knew you could do it. And then he dissolves into crabs. Yeah. <laughs> well, he explained that he's not the real Jack. Correct. He's a uh, magic sea Jack. He he is a projection of Jack. Made by, what's her fuck, the voodoo sea goddess. Yes. Uh, queen of the crabs. Cool. And if you want to upgrade your ship, all you got to do is sail around and get more fucking crabs. Get them crabs, get them crabs. So many goddamn crabs. Uh, so at this point, you need to go to the ship graveyard. Now, you can, there, it gives you a whole map. You can explore the map. I'm sure there's sunken treasures. There's crabs to get. Okay, so right here. Yes, I pirated my happy ass around because I didn't think the sailing was that bad. This is one of the brief reprieves in the game where I was like, ooh, something different I don't actually fucking hate. Like the mechs or stupid mini games that forced me to for a fucking hour or goddamn never ending cutscene barrage about bullshit I don't know or care what they're talking about. The ship combat is kind of basic on its own. You get the enemy ships to just blue, appear out of the fucking fog. Yep, they've got the little orbs. You hit the orbs, sinks the ship. You can get larger ships that attack you that don't sink. Then you can board, have a little fight and then whatever. And like that's that's not bad. Um, you're supposed to go to the islands that are sprinkled throughout the uh, area, which isn't that large to sail around in, so it doesn't take you that long to get from place to place, which is kind of nice, but I also kind of wish that you had more area to go around because the sailing wasn't that bad. To upgrade your ship, when you upgrade your ship, your guns hit harder, you get more ship health, and you get access to more specials. Specials that, as we will cover later, you don't really get a lot of say in what it is that it does. It just gives you something that's fun but as you travel south down the map the enemies get stronger if you're at the very like bottom southernmost end of the map those fuckers bring it and so like you take out the uh, orbs and it doesn't sink the ship like you still have to lay into them Hmm. or you just sail straight the ship graveyard there's one sea battle outside the ship graveyard then you enter the ship graveyard and it plays out the end of pirates 3 a big whirlpool you head into the whirlpool then they decide let's change it up kraken appears but not like I mean, kind of. Also like in the movie, but then they change it up a bit. Kraken lifts the Black Pearl, and then you shoot the Dutchman until it explodes. Well, you shoot the Dutchman uh, to keep it from attacking you and the Pearl while you kill the Kraken. Yeah, while you shoot at the Kraken. Once you do that, the they do the exact thing where the masts connect in the middle, boarding, Jack getting the heart, but Davy Jones stabs Will Turner, and uh, they make Will stab the heart. Yeah, so he can be Davy Jones now. Yeah. Because the Dutchman needs a captain. Because the Dutchman must always have a captain. Uh, and then the Dutchman sinks, the whirlpool vanishes, and you're like... About face, charge the trading company. And you do that. And then, bloop, Dutchman out of the water. New captain. 
flank the flagship of the East India Trading Company, cannons, 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 which is probably the best scene in the movie. Just when that guy, the whole slow-mo. Yeah, the slow-mo as Beckett walks down the ship yeah. as it explodes behind him. Yeah, it's that a great a fu- visual. that's a fucking sick-ass it, scene. It is a sick visual scene of just this splintering wood around him. It, it looks way worse than this. Yeah, no, it looks like trash right here. Yep, and then that, that's, that's it. That's it. This is like what I think the shortest level. If you just go straight to the end. Oh yeah, I bet if you don't fuck around for I think it took times. me maybe half an hour. Yeah, no, no. I, I spent as long here as I did everywhere else. But I got my ship up to level five, which felt totally worth it when it's a half ass sea battle and then you shoot a kraken around a circle. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so because <laughs> I thought, well, they're gonna make you use the ship. I better upgrade it so I'm not under leveled going into it. I don't want to be unpre- or unprepared. <laughs> That's time I'm not getting back. It is not. Oh, right. And like the whole organization thirteen. They were there to see what the deal with Davy Jones' heart was because, again, in the realm of Kingdom Hearts, hearts are this, like, magic power that is your soul. And when they realized that it was literally Davy Jones' heart in a box, they were like, well, that's no good to us. Yeah. Well, that's weird. (laughs) Well, yeah, because they were like... freaky sea guy's real freaky. They were like, how is it that he has his heart outside of himself, but he still remains him? Davy Jones is like, I'm motherfucking Davy Jones. I'm a freaky sea monster. They're like, okay. He is a freaky sea monster. That doesn't help us at all. Oh, also when you first show up to the ship graveyard is when they're like, uh, yeah, we released Calypso, the sea goddess. Yeah. And Sora's like, oh, maybe that's what she meant when if I unlocked her heart, I would have all the power of the seas. That's it. That's the line. That's all they ever talk about that again. But your ship is just magic crabs, so your magic is the ship. But you don't unlock her heart. They do. You don't do what Calypso wants. You don't interact with her after you leave the boat. (laughs) Ta-da! So yeah, Organization 13 still just constantly, like, failing about. Enter San Francisco. And if you're like me, you didn't watch Big Hero 6. Big Hero 6 is a good movie. It might be. We know. uh, Outside of T.J. Miller. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, like, even his character in the movie is kind of irritating. Like, let's separate the, the actor from the art, right? Sure. I guess character kind of sucks so you end up with uh you go there and god how does he even you you're in his garage why are you in his garage um is there something before that you fight heartless for like no reason you Uh, yeah heartless Heartless are attacking the city you show up just see that there's heartless uh on the uh bridge golden gate bridge golden gate bridge uh so you start fighting heartless when the team shows up the big hero six Two of them show up. It's just him and Baymax. Yeah. And then you fight a bunch of Heartless and he's like, wow, you guys actually know what you're doing. Hang on. Let's all regroup and figure out what we're doing. Yeah. So then you meet the members of Big Hero 6 in his garage and they're like, hey, let's do this VR training protocol. Oh my God. They put VR goggles on Sora and he continues to prove that he fundamentally, fundamentally doesn't understand words Sora is so stupid he doesn't understand the laws of like uh, the laws of physics don't bind to him as he just runs up buildings and they're like the fuck oh yeah I, I love that you know they need to not like 
again, blend in. And then Sora literally can run up walls all the time. Not even like a little bit, like some sort of ninja warrior. No, he straight sprints up like 50 foot cliffs. Yeah, like, you run up fucking skyscrapers and shit, Mm -hmm. and, like, if you do the weird, like, fucking, um... And then double jump and fly, and you're like... Yeah, he straight up fucking flies. Yes, this isn't reality-breaking at all for most people. I've seen people do that. Yeah, like they do. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the, um... What's-his-nut wants to get, uh, information on Sora so they can all become better heroes. Yes. So he's like, so these goggles will show you virtual images of Heartless for you to fight. And as you fight these virtual Heartless, we'll learn, like, what, how you're good at fighting. And we'll get combat data off of it. He puts them on, and a Heartless, digital Heartless appears, and Sora goes, Ah! A Heartless! And, like, pulls out his Keyblade to start attacking. And everyone is like, how are you this dumb? He, he literally just explained this to you. <laughs> he didn't even use big words. He used regular words. He didn't even use big words. My dude, what the hell? And Sora's like, heartless! And Donald's like, there is no heartless here. Yeah. You're a fucking idiot. It, it's amazing how stupid and dislikable Sora is. Now, I like that um, in this realm of delicious magical science that is San Francisco, mm-hmm. with their advanced technology and whatnot, Everyone's okay with the fact that he just says magic, and now I assume it's because they assume that it's some weird science shit that somebody gave to him, and he just thinks it's magic because he's stupid. Well, yeah, I mean... But, but, the um, purse girl yeah. and Donald are talking about magic. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, can I study magic from you? And Donald's like, fuck yeah. Which seems like not a thing that they should be doing. Right? Isn't that against the Prime Directive? It's gotta be, right? <laughs> like, it very much feels like... It's, they're flirting real hard with uh, influencing the outcomes of events. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. So you do this stupid training montage where you fight, like, digital heartless and jump through rings and stuff. And it's excruciating how you basically have to go to each member and they have to watch Sora do something and learn something from him. Go Go Tomato learns <laughs> that you should run up walls and yeah. not come down. Anti-grav's the way to go. Yeah. That's a reasonable th- skill to learn. Yeah. Blade Chucks is like, blasters. Yeah, he's like, I have sword arms, but they could be laser sword arms. Oh, what does Chemgirl learn? Oh, to think about different attacks. That's it. (laughs) I legit don't remember. Because hers is like, if you use one chemical, you can use a second chemical to mix it up. I feel like she did that already. Yes. Yeah. She learned nothing. And then Fire Guy the Annoying. That that one's TJ Miller's character. Yeah, he's uh, horrendous, and I yeah, hate him. Yeah, the uh, dude in a monster suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He learns that, in addition to breathing fire, he should breathe ice, which makes you wonder. It doesn't. Well, no, I mean, What is like, he bringing to the team? Nothing. <laughs> Other than a flamethrower, I guess, in a weird monster suit. But, like, <laughs> anyone can have flamethrowers. But then... He obviously gains the power of ice because everyone learns from Sora. Ice throwers aren't things. Well, now they can be in that you can make something that not like a Mr. Freeze style straight up ice beam. But that's what he has. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But you can get a like close facsimile, right? Didn't they do that on a fuck Mythbusters or whatever? Like you could make a cold thrower. It's just not efficient or effective. And it takes a lot of resources and it's not mobile. Yeah. And then he does perhaps the greatest thing I've ever seen, where uh, when everyone puts their thing into use, they learn that there's, like, harder things to do with it. Well, kind of. Some of them don't. Yeah. Old blaster hands, 
uh, is trying to blast these flying enemies and they're just dodging. Yeah. And so chem girls like throws a thing of smoke and they're like encased in smoke. And he's like, how am I supposed to shoot something I can't see? And then she throws a second one and it solidifies the smoke and they all fall out of the sky. Yeah. And she's like, is that better? And he's like, now I can blast them. And I'm like, they're literally encased in solid smoke. What do you care? Yeah. You're done. She won. You lose. (laughs) And then old Fireboy is like, I should breathe fire on these enemies. And they're like, nope. I should breathe ice on these enemies. And they're like, nope. He's like, I know. Fire, ice, tornado. And he breathes both and spins and that kills them. Yeah. And you're like, what? I get it in so much as they're using like anime rules, but. Yeah. No, that's that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Every time everyone's like, ah, yes, if we shoot fire and ice at the same time, it'll do more damage. And you're like, Jason, what game was it? No. The fucking always just use the tornado, right? <laughs> oh god, uh, it's the, the the stupid magic game. Oh fucking dragons! Yeah, yeah. lichdom. Just fi- just use the fucking tornado. What are you even doing? <laughs> just tornado them. Seriously, that tornado was so good. Oh my god, lichdom was so much better than this yeah, game. Yeah, it was. Uh, and shorter. Oh dear god, a retrospective real fucking pleasure, start to finish. Yeah. Nope. Great. Hundred percent. Play lichdom. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, so here is where the Organization 13 member is. Ba-da-ba-ba. It's Riku. Wait, I thought you said Riku was a good guy. He is. This is evil Riku. Okay. There was a time when Riku was a bad guy, right? And this Riku is from that time. And yes. they brought him here because they couldn't find anybody else to fill the shoes of a bad guy, I guess. So this character is Riku possessed by Xehanort from the past brought forward by young Xehanort. Now, my thought was, wouldn't that mean present Riku, who would have already done this, remembers all of this happening? No! That's not how any of this works. I'm a giant moron for thinking that. <laughs> no, you can just pluck people out of time and you're, you basically are just like copying them. Yeah, no, it checks out. For reasons. And so, yes, this, this character is a old version of one of the main-ish characters possessed by one of the main villains from the past brought forward in the future by one of the other main villains inside a robot. Because we haven't even talked about replicants. Replicants are basically what they say, what it says on the tin. God fucking damn it. that some weird science dude was like, I want to make bodies to fill with the hearts of people that are like people. What well, it was Ansem the Wise, right? Like he's the he, one that did it. He was the one who started the research and then the one other nerd who I literally don't remember his name. One of the other guys that are fapping to Ansem the whole time. Yep. Yeah. Is his research into replicants. And so replicants are he gets them to the point, quote unquote, where a heart that fills a replicant will take the looks of a hu- of that person and basically behave exactly like that person. Yeah, for all intents and purposes, they become a person at that point. Yes. So this is a robot filled with the heart of someone from the past, possessed by the heart of someone else from the past, brought to the future by a time-traveling dude. No, no that's, that's crystal clear. Yep, 100% A+. <laughs> Good gravy. Yep, and he, he spouts nonsense about... Machine hearts, which, okay, and he's a replicant because he has the old Baymax that you fight. Well, yeah, this the whole time you're fighting uh, after the Heartless, these cubes, 
which are a large version of the fucking nano machines that are in the movie. Yeah. Which the uh, main character has like a serious freak out about. Oh, I thought they were all gone. Lil's nope. This is something different. Yeah. And then Evil Baymax? And then Evil Baymax. And you put Evil Baymax on the dart. And then that's basically it. As Riku, bad Riku, is like, whatever. Looks like Team Rocket's blasting off again. We learned some stuff. Bye. Okay. Um, I will, like, so, like, this entire fucking section felt like a waste of time. Because it is. Like, no, nothing happens here. I mean, yes. There, there's nothing relevant to the plot. And it, it's just more fucking filler. And we're bitch more about that after a bit. This game's never going to fucking end. I'm never getting to it. That's life now, right? This is us. So, anyway. The one thing that I wanted out of this, it fucking gave to me when uh, Baymax goes to fist bump Riku. Or, not, Sora. Jesus Christ, they're all blending together. Anime pro tag number three. And uh, Sora doesn't know what a fist bump is because Sora's Sora. And I'll even give a credit on this one, not just being stupid, just, you know. Yeah. uh, Where he fist bumps and then Baymax goes, which is everything I wanted out of this. That is it. (laughs) No, that was probably one of my favorite scenes in the entire game. Because Sora's like, wait, what's a fist bump? And Baymax just like, in his weird robot way, very like, we tap fists to show our excitement. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then... (laughs) (laughs) It's just... Such a weird little scene that I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And then everything else in this game happens. It's directly out of the movie and it's goddamn delightful. That's basically it. That's how the world's... For the world. And so realize what we have described is all the things that happen and how none of it really happens or matters. Okay. Uh, What we didn't touch about or touch on is uh, the extra connective shit that happens between worlds as you're flying around your fucking gummy th- the random fucking cutscenes that happen yeah that ha- like with fucking uh mickey so we can try and- to condense that all in right now because this is the actual plot this is what the whole time what the main writer or psychopath behind kingdom hearts wanted to tell is the story of xehanort and the power of kingdom hearts None of the Disney worlds matter at all. They are a completely separate game. And that's what part of that is what is so insane to me. Like, this is two games. This is Disney em up fun time adventures. And this is Organization 13 and the really bad Final Fantasy Day. <laughs> and they don't overlap almost at all. No. No, it features some of the same characters, but. And so, like. Look, if, if you want to have a Disney video game and have it be Disney's fun time adventures for kids, fine. I'm sure your kids probably would have had an okay time with that. No, no, no. no because uh, then all this weird stuff starts happening and they're just confused as hell. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to say uh, later is I, w- I would play sections of this with my kids. Right. And uh, we, we would go through a level and it would be fine. Some of the movements strange and the combat's questionable and the uh, the systems and shit that we haven't gotten to yet are its own issue. And then story shit would happen and I would be lost and they would look at me like, Dad, what the fuck is this? I have no idea what the fuck is happening here. Who are any of these people they just mentioned for the first and possibly final time? I don't know if they're ever going to come back up. <laughs> Some of them don't. Some of them fucking don't. Like, this game, like, it constantly feels like as you're going through it, it's just fucking red herrings. Like, I don't know what the fuck is important and what's not. And they give you all this shit like it's some fucking big reveal, and it doesn't mean anything. That, and, like, the names of these characters is so weird and often close together that it's a nightmare. Again, at one point during all this, you, the 
three amigos from Twilight Town manage to save Ansem the Wise from, I think, Xemnas? One of the bad Xehanorts. <laughs> yeah, like, a big, fuck, beefy, scary-ass dude. Yeah, the be- the, the big Xehanort. The beef. <laughs> yeah. The beef Xehanort is taking Ansem the Wise to the haunted mansion and is like, dude, you're gonna do this thing or I'm going to kill you. And Ansem's like, well, I mean, I don't want to, but sure. This is after beef Xehanort throws Aqua into a pool of darkness. More on that later. <laughs> and Ansem's like, I guess I'll go with you now. Which, by the way, Ansem's condition for going with Beef Xehanort was to leave Aqua alone. And then he just shoots her in the chest and throws her in a pool of darkness. <laughs> so I don't know why he's still going along with this plan. Anyway, the three amigos save him by running. And like, that's it. They run. Okay. Yeah. They have this plan to get the old guy and like they don't really know who either of these <laughs> they don't know what's are. going on but they're like that old guy looks sad well, we yeah. should save him well, they like, learn straight from Sora's playbook <laughs> this is like well like they see this dude like this guy clearly doesn't want to be here fucking beef Xehanort looks like a bad guy we should help him and yeah they're like okay you distract him, we're gonna get him to run this way. And while that's going on, some fucking nobody show up. And then Beef Zort is like, oh, it's a fucking coup then, huh? <laughs> yeah. So you run into the sewers, and Ansem's like, oh, thanks for saving. Sorry, Ansem the Wise. I have to spe- specify that because there's an Ansem the Bad Guy. I hate everything. <laughs> is like, thanks for saving me. And then more squiggly nobodies show up. And this is where. Traitor dude, who was a bad guy, then got converted to a good guy, and then switched back to being a bad guy, but was actually a traitor to the bad guys to save Ansem, because he's the one who does all the research on replicants. Yes. He's the replicant expert, and he's like, Ansem, I've been looking for you. We got research to finish. And you're like, what is happening? Also, Beef Xehanort can teleport. (laughs) Running won't save you. (laughs) Okay, but if he doesn't know where to teleport to, then everything's fine. (laughs) Why don't you get that? Oh, no. Watches them run away. In the fucking sewers where he's like, all right, let's do it. And then uh, one of the three amigos is like, why would you help this random dude? And he's like, well, I've done a lot of bad stuff to kids. What the fuck are you talking about? Yes. Yes. This is where he's like, well, I've done some horrible things that I need to atone for. And you're like, what? No, he fucking specifies two children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah. He's, you know, he's just like accidentally killed two children or something or lost them forever. It's fine. Yeah. Isn't that one of them that's in Sora? Like no. legitimately? No. No. Fuck you, no. It's I'm a different sure it one. fucking is. No. There's no way you could know with the 700 people that are in fucking Sora. <laughs> it's that other bitch you fight later. No. Yes. What? <laughs> well, I don't even remember her name. Yeah, which bitch? The She's with the organization. You fight her in the like labyrinth boss rush. It's, she's on a, no, not antenna. She has her hood, like, the whole time. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Because it's the chick that Axel's been looking for. Yeah, when, uh, fucking the, uh, Dark Three Amigos show up. Yep. The fucking glam metal band that is those guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's J-Pop that. Supreme. <laughs> it's that one. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cool, great. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> sorted, I guess. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, after you do that, again, so this is, like, these are all just intercut random things. You know, at some point, then, after you save, and, well, you don't do any of this, after the three <laughs> Chamigos save Ansem the Wise and 
uh, super double secret trader is there and is like, <laughs> we've got replicant business. He then goes to Guitar Face and Guitar Face is like, I'm trash. Why do you want my help? And he's like, because you're trash. And he's like, that's harsh. And he's like, yeah, I know. So will you do it? And he's like, I guess. Okay. He needs him to go do a thing, but nobody can know about it. And he's like, but I suck. Why would you send me? And he's like, because no one's going to suspect you of anything. You fucking suck. And the dude's like, yeah. <laughs> Besides, we're not friends. Why would you ask me? Because we're not friends. No one would ever think of you. He's like, well, you got a point there. I guess the fact that I'm garbage and we're not friends makes me the perfect candidate. <laughs> Which, he's the perfect candidate to take a replicant body and Ansem the Wise to the guy who is decoding Ansem the Wise's secret code hidden in Sora. Which I'm sure the bad guys didn't, you know, think about. Maybe we should keep tabs on this guy who's, like, trying to decode Ansem the Wise's code inside Sora. So, uh, what I didn't understand is they make it a point a few times to say, like, they only have so many replicants. Yeah. Uh, how did they just jack one and nobody noticed? I don't know. <laughs> like, that's what you'd think is like, how, how did this plan even work when the bad guys, you know, presumably weren't horribly incompetent? Nope, they're horribly incompetent. They literally can't be bothered to count to two. Okay, like, y yes, <laughs> right. Uh, but also no. <laughs> uh, well, okay, yes. Uh, let's continue. We can talk about the master plan. That actually fucking works, so it isn't like the 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 plan's fine, right? Like old the old Spaniard has his shit together. Yeah. It's all his fucking the underlings who don't know what the shit they're doing. And not even like the copies of him because they seem somewhat competent. Like fucking Beef Zort at least got old boy yeah. until he was distracted by children and useless nobodies. Whatever. Also, he runs right there. Like, why didn't he just slay everything? Can't he go off like a goddamn nuke? He what can. He does later. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the man is annihilation incarnate. <laughs> what the shit? I better not ruin this old mansion because there's no way we can travel back in time and get the data fucking whatever. <laughs> it's not like one of our people is time-traveling young Xehanort. <laughs> God, it'd be terrible to have one of those on our team. <laughs> so you now have reached the point where uh, you rescue Aqua. <laughs> Fuck okay. Aqua. So after you've done all these worlds, you get word that Riku and Mickey, and as soon as Chip on the stupid phone says Mickey, bam, Goofy and Donald block your view and are like, looking yep. every <laughs> single time. Dicks out. Yep. Mickey and Riku are trapped in the world of darkness. Well, not necessarily trapped, but they entered the world of darkness with new keyblades. Since the last time they went, their keyblades broke because they got beat to shit. They entered the world of darkness with new keyblades, but no one has heard from them since. And how did they leave? <laughs> so that that is what you're informed and you're like great i we need to go save them well you can't only people who have passed the mark of mastery exam can open a doorway to the world of darkness they make it a point of saying uh yen sid specifically tell sora you need to have the power of awakening that's it yeah my dude that's all that's all you need but there's another way in mickey has a dark keyblade that uses dark energy that can open a doorway to the world of darkness. Which he has because he's the fucking king. Because he's the king. He's the king! The motherfucking king! Ba -ba -ba -ba. You go and get this keyblade. I believe it's on Destiny Island. Yeah, it's just on the beach. It's on the beach of Hamfist Island. Just fucking hanging out. Yep, because everything comes back to there. Well, 
Hamfist. Yeah. I, I mean, Destiny. <laughs> Sora picks it up, bling, creates a doorway, runs to the door, and Donald and Goofy are like, we're going with you. And Sora's like, uh, no. And they're like, what? He's like, literally only Keyblades work in there. Do either of you wield Keyblades? And they're like, well, no, but the king's in there. And he's like, and you'll die. They're like, fine, we'll guard the door where they deserve to be, outside, looking in. No, I have thoughts on that. So Sora runs through the door, and uh, then it cuts and gives us this other perspective of Mickey and Riku in the world of darkness. Riku has his new Keyblade, which I, I love this because of how stupid it is. His new Keyblade is, in fact, a dimple key. What? You lost me. A, a dimple key? It, it's, it's a straight piece of metal with indents in it. Oh, yeah. So everyone else has these, like, keys, and his is this, like... It's just like a stick of metal <laughs> with weird dimples in it that's like, okay, trying to update, I guess. I don't know, man. I really wish it was just like a string of characters with some like hyphens in the middle. Oh, yes. It's just like an activation key. <laughs> You're like, this has gotten real meta. <laughs> but alas. If you if you were to type that in, it would give you a copy of the game. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, so they are in the world of darkness, and they're, like, fighting for their lives, and then Dark Aqua shows up, and she's like, you left me here to die. I feel nothing but pain now. Beep boop. Well, yeah, because she'd been trapped there for, like, ten fucking years, and she's like, it's your fault I'm here, and Mickey's like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Our bad. <laughs> we came to get you. It's been ten fucking years. <laughs> Which is weird, because it, like, hasn't, hasn't, I Time travels differently in the world of darkness. I fucking guess. Yeah. It's been 10 years for her, not people on the outside. It's great. Which they never bother saying nope. to her at any point, which I didn't understand. Because, yeah. yeah, like it had been a long time, but it hadn't been 10 years. No, they and, basically established that it has not been that long. Yeah, and they, they don't say that, and I don't know why they wouldn't have said it then. Like, it, it hasn't been that long for us. I'm sorry, let's get out of here, or like anything. Yeah. Except for fucking Mickey's like, I'm sorry. Just like that. So she starts fighting. Because uh, yeah, well, his voice is super wrong, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mickey is trapped in a globe of evil. And so she starts fighting Riku. And she's going to overpower him. And she's like, yeah, what up? I'm Dark Aqua. And he's like, Psh, I need Sora right now. You know what I mean? Just like that. Yes. I mean, really, the amount of weird size in this game is off the charts. Well, then uh, Sora shows up and uh, him and Riku have a magical girl moment where they their powers combine. Straight up, their powers combine. They like <laughs> fucking they, straight they, up. Their keyblades, they stand next to each other. They raise one arm with keyblade in it. So they connect to make like one mega key and they point that mega key and it like does this big swirly thing behind them and it shoots a massive laser beam. And you're like, what in God's name was that? They're Power Rangers. How? Why didn't you keep these two together all the time? They should be on every quest together yeah. since they have the power of fusion. I don't understand. This is a thing they could apparently do whenever. Yeah, yeah what the shit? Like, they're just like, yep, this is a thing that they both instinctively knew to do. <laughs> what? So when you use your super laser, it blows away a lot of the darkness. And then Sora's like, ah, let me fight Aqua now. You fight Aqua. And then once you beat her up enough, she's like, right, I should be good again. That's how that goes. Yeah, you just had to um, beat the devil out of the woman, I guess. Yep. You Great just lesson. beat her enough <laughs> and she'll be good. Sora beats the woman till she listens. Mm. <laughs> so that happens but then aqua's with the good guys now so this is where she uh is like 
<laughs> this isn't where like this is all scattered throughout <laughs> at some point then she's like well we need uh ventus so i'm gonna go get him and we need to go get veritas whatever his fucking name is yeah and so you're like wait okay we'll go with you because his heart's inside me and she's like that's convenient <laughs> <laughs> who's aqua Aqua is one of the three disciples of Ericus. Who the fuck is Ericus? Fucking, it's just goddamn questions leading to fucking questions with this shit. I'm sorry, please continue. Uh, so, Aqua is... Hold on, I, I fucking played this this whole fucking time. And I'm trying really hard not to like look it up, because I did once, right? I yeah. looked up one fucking character, and it was just a fucking three pages of link after link after link to other shit. What the fuck is happening? That happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Aqua. Aqua goes to this weird, like, place that's all just, like, fucked up. It's it's a castle that's, like, all wrong. Yeah, it's a weird jumble castle. Yeah. And she points her key at it and goes, Bazamba! And it unlocks and turns to light and it, like, reassembles itself. And you're like, wow, that's, um, a whole thing. You walk inside and, uh, Ventus is there on the throne, just passed out. Sleeping. Yeah. Big old nap time. Decade nap. And it's this point where Vanitas shows up. Vanitas is like, I am evil. Seriously, that's his character. He's just like, he call, always calls Ventus brother. He's evil and he wears a sick helmet. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, I'm gonna be evil now. And Aqua's like, nah, I'm gonna beat you up. He does look like Demon Biker from space. He does. And she's like, you three, stay back. You always see me at my weakest. Now I'm going to show you at my strongest. So she she creates a barrier around her and Vanitas, and you fight as Aqua. I found her fairly annoying to use. This was, because uh, you do the same thing with Riku earlier, too, where it, yep. you get used to using a character and that forces you to, to use another one where the moveset's different. Mm -hmm. And it's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's awful. Thanks, guys. I love being forced into a character who... By the way, this is the only, one and only time you use Aqua in the entire game. Yeah. Why? Because she's there uh, other times later for space filler. So you beat, I can't, air quotes beat Vanitas, and then cutscene, you didn't beat Vanitas. It's garbage. And then it's funny because he turns and looks at Ventus and is like, I'm going to just shoot a laser at him. And Aqua jumps in the way, which is funny because like there's a barrier there. And then, so she gets hit with the laser and is, like, basically knocked out and is going to get killed. Which then, she doesn't drop the barrier still. So you're just on the outside of the barrier. And he's like, I'm a killer. And you're like, man, it really would have sucked to have three extra people in this fight, you dumb, dumb, <laughs> dumb woman. Like, let me show you at my strongest. It's four on one. Let's just beat this dude. Yeah. Nope, she's going to solo it, and then she ends up getting beat, and you're like, yeah, that's really not a great way to show me at your strongest. She's just trying to farm XP. Yeah. So then Sora remembers the power of waking, just literally uh, by, by right. believing in himself. Yeah. This fucking, oh my god. Yep. Yeah. That's it. He, like, he's like, uh, Ventus, we really need you, and Ventus is like, yeah, I know, so why don't you wake me up? And Sora's like, wait, what? How do I do that? I don't have the power of waking. And Ventus is like, you literally have always had the power of waking, yeah. you dumbass. You have never not had it. What are you on about? Like, literally just use it. And Sora's like, wait, what? Uses it. And is like, Ventus just like wakes up and he's like, huh. <laughs> wow. I guess it was in me the whole time. The whole time. So then Ventus like smashes through the barrier and briefly beats up Vanitas before Vanitas is like, well, 
Portal time. Does he just like fucking put him in his place? Yeah. Like he's just not having any of that dumb shit. But as is one to do with organization members, they're like, ah, losing? Portal time. But like, isn't that also whatever V name kid you just says like entire character? Because like every time he shows up to fight somebody, the fight's over. Like he just wins. Kinda. Why the fuck don't you play as him? So then uh, Vanitas and Aqua are there and they're like, great. And Vanitas looks at you and is like, what the fuck? Because, and this is revealed later, uh, Ventus is Sora. Like, exactly. Which, by the way, Ventus, Vanitas is Sora. Ventus is Roxas. They are identical. Both of them. Both sets. Because they're both like mirrors of each other. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. So he looks at him funny. He's like, oh, Sora, I've heard about you. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's... Vanitas is the bad Ventus, so he looks like Sora. And Roxas is the bad Sora, so he looks like Ventus. But then Roxas learns to not be bad and becomes good. Yeah, because everyone's always the same person the whole time. Or fucking whatever. Please move on. (laughs) I'm getting a fucking headache trying to work that shit out. (laughs) You should, because it should kill you. This is fucking stupid. Uh, yeah, so uh, at this point, you've gathered... Why are, Why is it... Why wouldn't it be one-to-one? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Letting that simmer. Nice and... <laughs> Sit there and it's getting fucking worse, man. Oh, yeah, anyway, please. So you you, you go back to Yen Sid, and uh, Yen Sid is great. We've gathered the Keyblade Masters. Fucking Yen Sid. We've got Ventus, we've got Aqua, we've got Lee, and Lee is like, oh, I don't think Ventus will remember me. And Ventus is like, Lee, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why are you even here? And Lee's like, you remember me? Ventus is like, so you became a Keyblade Master like me, huh? Good talk. Yeah, and then everyone has a good laugh about how everyone in the room's a Keyblade Master except for Sora. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's, like, one of your seven Defenders of Light. It's just kind of a dick move. Because it, 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 it's Ventus, Aqua, Mickey, Riku, uh, Lee, Kairi, and you need seven. Donald. So Sora. <laughs> Because Donald and Goofy don't count. And they expressly say that they do. to their faces when they're like, we have our seven champions of light. Oh, and you two. Also Donald and Goofy. Okay, but they do have roles in the kingdom where uh, Goofy is the captain of the guard. Yes. And Donald is something. The court magician. That's you, What's the point of that when, you know, Yen Sid and Merlin are a thing? But hey, whatever. <laughs> right? You're the court's magician. Does that mean he's the best magician? He's at best, at very best third. He is the court's magician. Yes. Yep. Got there. So now that you've gathered the seven guardians of light, you can head to the Keyblade graveyard. <laughs> Fucking poor Donald only got the job because nihilism. Wait, it's not nihilism. What's the word I'm thinking? Whatever. It's fine. It's getting late, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because so we've been talking bar. forever. Jesus Christ. And this is the best part. I'm going to edit it down as much as I can, but you people don't realize this is going to be like 17 hours of raw footage. Seriously. Seriously. Because we still got so much fucking more to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're going to the Keyblade Graveyard. Keyblade Graveyard is the former site of a ton of battles because the battles between light and dark has happened... Oh, God. Xehanort says it. Six times before? Yes. No. How many times has it happened? Like three. Like, it hasn't been that many. Yeah, but it's happened before. Yeah. And that's... This is... It always happens at the Keyblade Graveyard. Yep. Light versus dark. The forging of the Keyblade. I hate that so much. Always happens at the Keyblade Graveyard, and you need 13 dark and 7 light to forge it. Which makes you wonder... Why you would show up with seven light? 
Yeah, why why do you show up uh, underprepared for that? But also, why is there so many Keyblades? Because yeah. it hasn't happened that many times, and there are millions of Keyblades around. Oh, yeah, there are. But, like, why don't you just show up with, like, 30 people? Or we need a- seven lights. Why do you have so many? Because we roll deep, Xehanort. <laughs> <laughs> why 30? Why not, like, a literal fucking army? Yeah. You can just train people to use the Keyblade. They, they it really it. doesn't seem that hard. Like, they keep saying, oh, you gotta be a Keyblade Master, but the standards seem incredibly low for this. Yeah. Yeah. Kyrie is a Keyblade Master. I can't tell you anything about this woman. She longs for Sora. Well, she's not a woman. Uh, she's Lolly-chan. She, yes. She this girl, because mm-hmm. she is a girl. She is a girl. And she longs for Sora, and she's about as deep as a puddle. Yep. And still has more going on than Sora, excluding the 700 people that reside inside of him, because (laughs) reasons. Yeah. I mean, she did at one point reside inside of him. Of course she did. And she's got people in her. That was the first game. Yes. Hence, he is the rushing nesting doll of hearts. Yeah. But so is she. Yeah. She probably learned that from Sora when she was inside of him. Probably, yeah. (laughs) She fucking grabbed a few on her way out. Yeah. God damn it. I mean, the person residing inside of her is a copy of her using Sora's memories anyway. What? <laughs> yeah, Namine? Shit, no! I'm like, because they're dropping this, right? And I, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And then it flashes like some little fucking blonde girl, and then like somebody sees her as a fucking little girl, and Aqua's like, oh, that was you. I think it was Aqua anyway. And then somebody fucking saved her at some time, or maybe it was Kyrie talking to fucking somebody else. I honest to God don't know. And this entire last fucking four hour section is just like, shit's happening, and I don't. Fucking, I don't know half of these goddamn characters that are talking about dumb shit, and then other dumb shit's happening, and it just never fucking stops. And then suddenly, there's a goddamn army of fucking Heartless, and everybody fucking dies except they don't, and then a goddamn wizard shows up. Jason, please take us through it. Yeah, so you get to the K-Blade <laughs> graveyard, and you run through, like, the first opening tunnel, because they need, like, default area for you to run through a tunnel. Yeah. With your, you know, save point and everything. They can't just, like, drop you in. So, then you get to the other side, and there's the last Keyblade Master you've been searching for this whole time Terra. Terra is one of the last members of the disciples of Ericus. The three disciples of Ericus are Ventus, Aqua, and Terra. So Ventus and Aqua are like Terra and Ventus is like runs to him and is like Terra we found you and Aqua's like hold up you ain't Terra and he's like nope I'm gonna kill you all. Beepity <laughs> Yeah. And he summons a trillion billion zillion heartless. And I keep increasing numbers, except that number is basically accurate. You kind of, yeah. Like a literal ocean of heartless just start to descend upon you. You fight them for a little while. Like, there's a fighting section where it's just like a sea of heartless. Until it eventually starts the, like, animation, the, like, scripted part where you lose. So, no. You, because that happens when you first get there. Is it? Yeah. Uh, and then you beat them through the power of roller coaster. Yeah, the roller coaster that you get like twice, and it's an auto win. And when um, that happens, uh, fucking whatever. So Aqua stops uh, old boy from talking to new guy. New guy whips out a keyblade and just starts bowing people down. And then Donald is like, "Fuck this shit!" and casts some goddamn ultimate spell at him. Yeah, so and- Tara is yeah bad now, and he starts trying to kill everyone. Donald is like. I'm going to stop him and cast Zeta Flare, which kills Donald. 
Oh, is that what happens? Yes. It takes his life force to cast. God, that's so fucking sick. That's why Goofy yells no when he does I it. I wondered why. I was like, because like, he just kind of like drops. Like, you just fucking pass out. No, like, that's meaningless him. here. It's fucking whatever. Yep. Oh, no. Like, it, fuck, it consumes his soul. That's fucking metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of great. And I made the comment when I was playing it. I was like, man, I wish he knew that spell earlier so I could make him cast it. That's what I was thinking. Like, when you watch what it does, like, if this is what one-time use and I never got Donald again, it would totally be worth it. Can I make Goofy do this, too? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, I just want him to use it and then cram the Moogle coin down his throat and just be like, get up! <laughs> <laughs> right? Does that get around it if you have a fucking Moogle coin? Jesus, you just cast fucking infinite 12-level spells yeah. because you have a fucking res right there. <laughs> Bitch, I have 500 gold. You're forever. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, so he casts the ultimate spell. It uh, really messes up Terra, but then he just summons a tornado of, like, infinite heartless, and they do that weird spout thing that they do. Yeah. And it starts consuming people. And it consumes everyone up to you, uh, Sora, and Riku. And Sora's like, we've lost. Drops his keyblade, falls to his hands and knees, and is like, we lose. I'm sad. Yeah, Sora has a straight-up bitch moment. Yeah. And Riku's like, you don't believe that. <laughs> Sora looks at him and is like, what? Riku's like, yeah, we haven't lost yet. You don't believe that. Yeah. Man the fuck up. Yeah, like, he's trying to pep talk him. Get up. We haven't lost. You don't believe that. Yeah, and then Swirling Tornado comes towards Riku, and he just charges right in there and is like, key! Like a fucking man. And it's like splintering, you know, like they do in animes where the thing breaks yeah. on his sword, and then it slowly consumes him <laughs> as he's, like, sitting there, and then once it consumes him it converges back on Sora and Sora goes no and then you die everyone is dead GG straight up and then Sora wakes up dead <laughs> in the land of in between kind of okay what is this and uh, all of a sudden a weird uh, Muppet walks up to you and goes uh, hey what are you doing here why are you here again and you're like I don't I don't know where he is he's like this this is it this is the end when people die they come here kind of Except, uh... And, like, they, they come here, and then they move on to the actual end. This is, like, the in-between step. Yeah, this is the, uh... The way station, or yeah. whatever. But, to the no afterlife. one here has a form. Yeah, you, you become ethereal here. Which Sora kind of does. Yeah, he's, he's all see-through, but he's still Sora. Yeah, which... And that's uh, why he's like, but you're not. Yeah, and weird cat dolls, like, yeah, no... Now you 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 weird. You well, and she makes the comment like you've been here before, but I always sent you back. And he's yeah. like, "We'll just do that again." And she's like, "I can't. You're you're not complete. Yeah. Usually you come here like I guess in his dreams. Yeah, he'll sometimes end up there. Yeah, which she says some people that happens to from time to time. Yeah. So I just ushered you back before, but you have to do it yourself this time, kind of. Yeah, like I I can't help you with this one. And that means you have to collect Soras. So many motherfucking Soras. How many Soras? It's like 200. Oh. Oh. The best part is. Did the you talk to any of the uh, ethereal stars that are around? God, no. Well, I talked to one, and then I was like, this is boring. They're all characters whom I wasn't sure who the fuck they are. Nominee's in there somewhere. Oops, sorry. There's other people. Cool. So, uh, it's... How do you describe this? It's it's a beautiful blue sky that is partly cloudy and the clouds are rolling over. And it is just enough water to be reflective so you cannot tell the difference on the horizon between the ground and the sky. 
and you have to f collect copies of Sora, which you see walking around, but there are things you can talk to which are barely visible stars. And when you, when I say barely visible, you might think of something with a out white outline and you can get that right out of your head because it's not there. It is a clear outline on a plane that you can't tell the floor from the sky. Mm -hmm. It's just like this weird point in existence and you know that they're there because you run into them. Yeah, it, it makes a star shape. If you can catch it just right, you can see that it's a the shape of a star. Yeah. I, yeah. I, did, I talked to one and I was like, this is boring. I'm done. I thought I had to talk to them all. Mm. I didn't realize I just had to collect the fucking Sauras right there. Nope. I was just like, I'm going to collect the Sauras. And then if I have to talk to them all, that'll be miserable. But I'm going to just start with this. There's so many of them. Jason, seriously. There's like fucking 24 of them because like, it makes a fucking bigger ass star pattern around it. So you collect the, like, 10 Soras that are there, and you're like, man, I still need, like, another 190 Soras. And they're like, ah, so you want this area. And this is where they decide to introduce you to the uh, bizarre platforming section of, there's a bunch of Soras running around on this, this weird series of, like, cubes, and it's got all the movement things. You can run up walls. It's got weird uh, places for you to spin on. It's got zip lines. It's, it's got everything. You can fly around. And it's got these weird floating uh, fun-colored cubes. And when you hit them, the whole stage rotates. Well, yeah, in case you clear a side. So it's a whole whole 3D platforming section. The funnest of puzzles. That lets that has the world rotate and has you running around trying to collect Sora's. This was awful, and I hated it. And it takes forever, and there's no reason why you have to collect so many of them. Yeah. And it just keeps fucking going. Yup. And you never know which way, the, like, I don't, I'd hit some cubes and they like, they don't all rotate in the same direction. No, huh? It was awful. And I hated it. That, that's the whole section. And then you, you have a full body again and Cat Puppet Face says, well, you can leave now. I'm going to stay here and wait for someone. You're like, well, who, who is it? I can tell them that you're waiting. And they go, I'm not going to tell you that. Bye. Yeah, um, Cat Puppet uh, says that the whole reason why he didn't move on and he should have died is because there was someone back in the mortal world that is keeping him here. So, bust a fucking move, bro. Yeah, when you find all the pieces of Sora, and Sora's like, hey, who are you looking for? And she's like, I I'm not going to tell you. Like, We're friends. Like, you've helped me out times. I'm Let me help you out. And she's like, that's nice. Thank you. But no. And he's like, well, you know what? I'll see you later, friend. She's like, thanks? That's weird. Leave? Why are you here? Yeah. This is, you made it awkward, dude. <laughs> Don't. Just, just go. I fucking, I want to find that little cat puppet. That thing is adorable. I mean, it is adorable. <laughs> but yeah, it's, then Sora just fucks right back off to the mortal realm. And then it replays the cutscene where everyone dies. Yeah. Just, it, is, it is not a short cutscene. Just whole hog. They just replay the whole thing. Why? Well, no, there's changes. Minor. When Terra goes bad and he starts to uh, flip out Sora runs up to stop him instead of smashing Veritas or whatever his name is. I'm going to call him Verizon. Sure. When he goes to, uh, like, plow Verizon, Sora stops him. And then because that stopped, Donald doesn't have to do his Zeta Flare shenanigans. And then time changed. Yeah. Everything changed. When the Fire Nation attacked. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so this is where I mostly i think only watched cutscenes because is this where the labyrinth starts uh because you go to when do you go to yes, yeah. olympus again is that when right when you come back because you go to olympus yeah and you, you get save back the uh, riku yep because oh, you have to go all the worlds and save all the people yeah yeah no because so they replay the end of everyone dying but sora doesn't die this time instead he ends up on olympus 
So is Jiminy. it the third time that he stops him? Yes. Jesus Christ. So the second time they play through everyone dying again, yeah. except Sora lives. And now you go to Olympus to save... You have to collect everyone's hearts from the Heartless Reaper The guy, Reaper, yeah. Which is the same boss fight seven times in a fucking row. Yep. As he teleports from world to world, you have to beat him and collect everyone's hearts back. Yeah, we're using the power of waking, mm-hmm. you collect everyone's hearts. So then you go back to the Keyblade Graveyard and bring back everyone, and then it plays the third time. But, like, literally exactly the same, where... You see Terra, and Ventus runs up and is like, Terra! And you're like, we did this. What is happening? Like, because it's not even like that whole thing didn't happen. That happened and killed him, and then you brought him back to life. This didn't work last time. What are you doing? So then you stop him instead of him going full, uh... Do they remember that? I don't know. (laughs) Sora should. Yeah, I mean, like, he does. And should be like, guys, that's not Terra. Though you'd think he would have remembered it, like, fucking second time. Yep, yep, great. So, (laughs) (laughs) then you actually stop him from going all for full murder mode, and this is where you start fighting the idiots. Yeah. Goon Squad. The Goon Squad shows up. Uh, the old Spaniard's like, now that we're all gathered, it's labyrinth time! And a giant stone labyrinth appears around you as the group breaks up to go fight evil dudes. Yeah. You you fight evil dudes. You, for each group of evil dudes, you join party members of the seven motes of light or whatever. It, as you run through it, it gives you the choice. Like, you'll come to an intersection, you'll see friends right yep. like the first one you come to is what mickey on one side and uh riku no riku's with mickey um uh i thought riku lolly chan and mickey might be by himself mickey is definitely by himself riku it's mickey and lolly chan yeah because i went with mickey because he was the king he's the king yeah you fucking you protect the king that's what you do and then each one is three two or three members of evil uh three mickey you get magic man <laughs> antenna <sighs> Antenna, and I don't remember. Magic Man. (laughs) Yeah, Magic Man's the big bad of that one. He puts Mickey in a card. Oh, right, card bois. Yeah, Magic Man. I just think Adventure Time every time. It's like turning a deer into a fucking telescope or whatever. (laughs) So, you, there's fights. uh, Every time you beat someone, they have to give you their life story. Yeah, Uh, in a game... (laughs) Jam-packed with useless cutscenes. Boy, they don't skimp that shit at the fucking end where you beat one of the quote-unquote big bads. And then each one gets its own two-minute cutscene. Mm-hmm. Every fucking one. Yeah, Antenna Girl is basically like, I never cared for their mission. I just wanted something to do. Well, she was there for some hot dicking, which she... I don't think she ever got. Uh, Magic Man basically is just like, that was a fun game. Yeah, like he just liked to challenge. Yeah, yeah, that was it. He was like, yep, you're a pretty good player, Sora. Maybe we'll play again back when I'm recompleted. And you're like, what? You, if literally all you were looking for was some weird magic challenge, why did you have to be a bad guy? Sora would 100% agree to that. Yeah. Well, like even on the uh, Pirates world, like he's not like... He doesn't antagonize you, really. No, he, he's not... He even says he's not really, like, that into the whole evil thing. And he's like, yeah, I'm just here. Like, <laughs> we got a game to play. Like, we made a bet. Let's go. And the entire time, you're like, I don't know why you're evil. Like, you're real dumb. It's the mustache. It's, the it's mustache. that shitty pencil mustache. I get it. I get it. <laughs> and then, oh, God, I can't even remember who else is there. 
I don't know, Fuckwad is yeah. also there. Great, you do a thing. Lee and Kyrie is X face, dead chick. Because she has her hood up the yeah, whole time. Yeah. And then she betrays them because she won't kill Lee because they're friends. Somebody else is there, too. Yeah. Well, for a little while, one of the big bads is there. Yeah. Uh, isn't it uh, Beef or whatever it is? I think that's where Beefcake sits. <laughs> yeah. So the Beefquake is there. And <laughs> eventually, like, he, he ruins Lee's day. Yeah. Yeah, he fucking does. Lee is like, Psh, I'll never give up, and swings his keyblade at him. And he literally just grabs the keyblade out of the air with his hand it is just like you call this a keyblade he just smashes it with his hand and lee's like uh because he goes all lightsaber hand yeah because he doesn't even pull out a blade he yeah. has some like fucking lightsaber he's just like <laughs> i'm gonna kill this guy now and you're like what and that's where uh dead chick stops him and she's like don't kill him we still need the seven heroes of light right and old beefquake's like not alive we don't <laughs> So it's treason then. Yeah. <laughs> like almost exactly. It's treason then. <laughs> and then Twinkle in the Sky. Oh man, I skipped. Uh, who the fuck was that that helped you out in the magic tornado? Oh, fucking Rider X that just fucking shows up <laughs> when you're like, how are we going to defeat this tornado? And then like Sora has this crazy flashback and this dude who I have never seen before and you don't see again is facing away from you, turns and looks over his shoulder at Sora and is like, sup? And then Keyblades start flying from the... I have no fucking idea who that guy was. <laughs> and so these all these Keyblades help you destroy the Tornado of Death. And Aqua's like, we have the power of the past on our side. And you're like, what is happening? That's before the Labyrinth, by the way. Oh, uh, did you notice, um, because you have to mash triangle to use a fucking Keyblade which shoots out, but they all have names. Mm-hmm. I wonder where they pulled the names from. Oh, I have no idea. Because, like, some of them were just, like, regular names, and some of them were, like, stupid-ass, made-up, sort of gamer-taggy things. So, like, I wondered if it was, like, part of the dev team, and, like, you know, they got to fill in whatever they wanted there. Maybe. Or if it's, like, pulling players, or... <sighs> oh, that could be weird. It could be, though. It, that, like, like, just looking at the names, like, it could be. Yeah, people have beat the game, and it just slots yeah. them in. Hmm. No idea. I, it, that's probably not what it is, but... Probably not, because then you'd get that weird, like, you'd have to have a filter system, because, duh. I mean, you'd think so, but... Also, Anyway, so that that happened, I forgot about it, then I remembered it, and now you know, because that's a thing that happens. Well, as I'm thinking about it, because, like, wouldn't the dev team be in Japanese, but they're not, like, Japanese names? They're not, so I don't know. Well, not all of them, anyway. They're, they're all over. Yeah, and anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Ryder X shows up, saves the day out of fucking nowhere, deus ex that guy, and then... <laughs> Yep, so then now we get our next, you know, solid deus ex moment. Well, sorry, uh, we actually had another deus ex moment that I skipped where uh, Super Disney shows up and proves that he's Moses. This, I, I love this scene. When <laughs> After you have the power of the past, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Labyrinth shows up and then another gajillion heartless. And you're like, I don't know how we can get there. And then all of a sudden, twinkle in the sky because we need everything all the time. Bam! Meteor basically hits, wipes out a huge section of the Heartless. Do -do 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 -do. It's Yen Sid. Yen Sid, who just makes a light barrier. Yeah. Like, makes a beam where they need to go, which parts and then he's like, like no, get he, going, scrubs. <laughs> he Moses is it. He just like Sticks his hand out, a beam of light shoots from his hand through all the Heartless, and he takes his other hand and just goes, and creates a hallway. It's so fucking good. And he's just like, yeah, go. I got this. And they're like, 
what? He's like, oh, I didn't stutter, did I? <laughs> Go. What are you waiting for? And then they fuck around for like three minutes. Yeah. And he's like, would you leave now? <laughs> and then the old Danold and the Goovels are like, we're going to stick with uh, Master Yen Sid because we don't have keys. So we're not Keyblade Master. So we're not going to be useful during the final battle. Sounds good. Yeah, great. Deuces. <laughs> so you leave them behind for the whole labyrinth. Now we get to the third day of Sex Machina. That, because when uh, old uh, lightsaber hand is going to kill Lee, and then she tries to stop him, he's like, no, nah, I'm still going to kill this bitch. <laughs> and then Roxas shows back up. Yeah. Yeah. So Roxas got the replica that uh, shitty guitar face smuggled. Right. It was Roxas who I'm thinking of, not Verizon, because uh, and yes, shows- Roxas the first time and like, beats the other guy. Just dope. Yeah. He absolutely annihilates people. Yeah. Is that that's just what he does? I mean, he's the character you play as in two. Okay. I think. I guess he never got depowered, so he's just still dope. Yeah, because like, yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't get to play as him, but he just ruins shit. Yeah, and the beef quick fucks off. Yeah. He's like, I ain't dealing with this. And then you beat up X face, and then you don't beat up old dead chick because she's friends with Lee. She's on your side now. Yep. Due to the power of friendship. And X-Face, his monologue is all about how he was uh, sad and jealous that Lee made more friends than he did. That was it. Like, when, when they were both evil and with Dead Chick, they, the three of them were friends, and then Dead Chick died, and then Lee made new friends, and Scarface left him behind, yeah. was like, you left me behind. And Lee was like, I mean, we were never not friends. You could have come hang out. And he was like, but I was jealous. Let. Yeah, where he's up on this pillar, and then uh, he walks backward and falls off it, and he just disappears. Yeah, because no one dies. Like you, That's been established. Yeah. So that leaves the group of Aqua and them. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Okay, so, but they're, I, I don't know if they, anyway, so you've got. Okay, it's just, it's fucking, it's boss rush. It's and Riku, then, and you fight evil Riku and. Evil Sora. I th- yeah yeah because it's uh, this is when you find out that it's evil Sora yeah so this is where you fight Riku and Vanitas and it's evil Sora and basically evil Riku evil Sora it's just a dick yeah it's great and like you beat him and his helmet shatters and that's when you oh wow you are a copy of Sora and because you're the bad whatever and so he's like yeah me and me and Ventus are opposites and something something so he's my brother and i complete him and just like you and roxas or something and that's why i look like you because we're destined to intertwine throughout history and something something it's stupid yeah and he fucks off (laughs) which is funny because then like sora's like yeah but roxas chose to be good why don't you choose to be good and venetus is just like but i'm a bad motherfucker (laughs) and vanishes that's basically how it ends and then Evil corrupted replica past Riku. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it bothers me more than like I, I I know what you're talking about. It... You beat him, and then by the way, at one point when uh, Riku is in the world of darkness with Mickey, he's like getting beat up and is going to lose, and all of a sudden he gets a surge of power from his from replica Riku, who is hiding, who is a heart inside of Riku. Replica Riku from the past, when he was an evil replica, his heart is inside Riku, but is fading. And he's like, when I was you, I was evil, and I've realized that that's bad, and I'm dying, because I'm a replica heart, not a real heart. So I've just been living inside you this whole time, because I know 
I don't really have anywhere else to go, and that's it. And so then, when you're fighting evil replica rat past Riku and beat him, the, the version inside of Riku shoots out of him and grabs the side you're fighting and rips him out of the replica and is like, did something good, bitches. And Riku's like, but you could take over that replicant and join us. And he's like, nah, someone else needs that. I've lived a weird, broken, tortured existence. I'm gonna take this guy with me. We out. (laughs) And so he fades off into the distance because the new replicant is for Namine, who's living inside Kairi. (sighs) Yep. Cool, then... (laughs) This is garbled word salad at this point. (laughs) Finally, you get to Aqua and Ventus. You join them to fight Terra. Terra, Terra, Terra. Terra chains everyone up. (laughs) Right, right. And then Terra's heart inside a big, beefy, heartless dude... Yeah. ...starts, shows up and starts wrecking Terra's body. And then Sora unlocks Terra's body. Terra's heart flies from the beefy heartless into his own body and recompletes himself. And so you get regular Terra back. Good guy Terra. Yeah. Yep. So, like, okay, here, here's my thing. I, I remember doing this. I watched it happen, right? And then you say those words back to me, right? And I can picture it in my head as it's doing its thing. And it just sounds like fuck shit you just made up, right? <laughs> That's, I think, my favorite part is that I am describing all of this. And honestly, I could be making all of this up. You wouldn't know. No one would know. It's impossible to know because it's all impossible. It's nonsense. And the thing is, folks, we're getting there. We're actually pretty close to the end now. Yeah, we are. Because after that, it is time to face off against the Xehanorts. And I mean that. It is Xehanort, young Xehanort, Xemnas... Zibazoobal? What are their names again? Uh, yeah, it's Xemnas, uh, Beefquake, because uh, they don't call uh, young Xehanort Xehanort. No, they call him something else. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's the fi- uh, triple X is here. It's, X gonna yeah. give it to you. It's the X gonna give it to you time. <laughs> and as you fight them, they all have extra garbage things. Yes. Um, like, you beat up young Xehanort, and his whole thing is, like, I'm losing here, and I'm gonna go to the past where I'm from. And you're like, wait, that's how time travel works? Like, you kill him, and he just gets to go to the past? And, like, retry? That's fucked. Isn't it, uh, young Xehanort that repeatedly tells Sora? Yeah, and then he tells you, you are heading into the abyss. Yeah, you cannot use the power of waking like you use it. You're dooming yourself. Yes. You, you will reach the bottom of the abyss, and there will be no saving you, Sora. Bleh. <laughs> yeah. And then when uh, Beefquake's on his way out, he's like, you're trash, you're always trash. <laughs> yeah. And then the other one is, as I told you, my favorite, where he's just like, huh, guess you're better than me. I lost. Deuces. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> he, like, holds no ill will towards you. He's just like, yeah, I, I guess I lost. Gonna have to try harder next time. Bye. <laughs> what the fuck? Yep, which just leaves you and the old Spaniard. But beating all of his minions gave the old Spaniard all of the keys he needed. So you did what he wanted? Which makes you wonder why he didn't just use the keys in the first, like, why did they need to be defeated for any of that to work? Right, why couldn't he just, like, kill him himself? I don't understand. I mean, isn't that why he had spares? Like, legitimately? Yeah, I don't understand anything about this Like, because some of the organization members bitch about being benched. Like, he had just people on reserves in case he needed them. Mm-hmm. Because Guitar Face literally never shows up yeah. ever again in the entire game. Yeah, he done. Cool. So he uh, forges the Keyblade, 
Uh, that's key with the X, right? Yeah. The X gonna give it to you, Blade. The Keyblade. Opens Kingdom Hearts. So basically it just means he shoots a laser beam at the heart-shaped moon, and it turns purple and starts raining <laughs> fire on everything. Yeah. And you're like, we've lost. Again, with the we've lost nonsense. And Mickey's like, we haven't lost yet. We could just relock the moon. Basically. Yeah. They reveal to you that Xehanort is in fact a portal. Holy fuck, what is anything anymore? Uh, okay, well, they finally say what the Kingdom Hearts is. Uh, because this whole game, I was wondering, the fuck is the Kingdom Hearts? And I'm glad that I started here when I actually get a resolute answer to it. Instead of the previous three games where I would have had to have wait 96 years for them finally to fucking come out. Where the Kingdom Hearts is where the universe came from. Yeah. It is the light that is everything and is what made the world. It is the power that creates being. It is all powerful. Yeah. Great. So he he unlocks it and blah, blah, blah. Fire, raining fire. And yes, Mickey. Right. It's not that he's a portal. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) Uh, Because at some point uh, when they realize that he has the power to transcend space and time through just big dick energy, it's... In doing so, you can do that. Like, you can use him Him to to do that as well. Yes. That his power to travel through space-time is, like, inherent to him and not, like, you can use that power if you grab him. Yeah. So you do that. You and, oh, Donald and Goofy show up again because fuck them. Yeah, legit, where the fuck do they come from? They literally just walk up like, and are like... they're just there suddenly. Well, because Sora's like, we've lost, and they're like, well, we'll lose together as friends. And you're like, what? How does that stop death, my dude? I don't understand. Friendship is magic. <laughs> so you, the three of you launch yourselves into he- Xehanort, and bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, you go to uh, La Casa de Brazil... Uh, <laughs> what is the yeah, name of the place? Fucking, uh, was it Scala de Caleb? Callum? Scala de Callum. Yeah. And here you have the Xehanorts. Uh, you, you go through this city and there's like no one there. And then there are these weird like Xehanort clones. Yeah. Like you see copies of the old Spaniard walking around. And then they like transform into weird. This like armored form. Is it like a deer skull? Kinda, yeah. Yeah, it's some weird animal face. Yeah, and you you do you fight that, and then he's like, you see the real him, I guess. He monologues a bit about something dumb, and he sucks all their power into him, and then he goes full. Uh, what's the movie? We bends the world. Oh, Inception. Yeah, he goes full Inception and yeah, literally just starts folding the world. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Yeah, which is uh, ruin it. Well, he tells you like this is the place that he's from, yeah. and then proceeds to ruin it. This is where he's from, and this is the place where all Keyblade wielders draw their power from. Something, something. This is the place between all worlds. Yeah. Okay. I know you thought it was space. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, my dude. And so then you go. And you fight him more and 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 more. And then, Jesus. So you just finally end up, like, on a rooftop somewhere? Yeah, you, this fight goes in several stages. There's the inception stage, there's an underwater section, because fucking why not? There's a part where you have to fight him as, uh, what is, like, rage form Sora, where, like, he uses light against you because he has a keyblade because he's not evil. Lols. Yeah, he's a Keyblade Master. He's not quote-unquote evil. And then, uh, yeah, you... 
I don't know, deal the final blow, fucking eventually, like, yeah. he does some shit, and there's a quick time event, and then charge a thing, and then fucking friendship, and everyone hugs, or fucking whatever. Yeah, and so then, this is where he's like, I am defeated, but not defeated. Ozymandias rules. I already activated the space laser. La. <laughs> so, you, you've lost. Like, it doesn't matter that you beat me. And he reveals his grand scheme... Ozymandias style after he says you've already lost and says basically he's he's using Kingdom Hearts to reset the universe. Yeah, so the Kingdom Hearts in the light created the world and the darkness inherent to the world comes from the people that reside in it. But not all people are bad. They can be cleansed. If he uses the Kingdom Hearts, then we can just start over. Yeah. Sora's main sticking point, which is fair is that no one gave him the right, or, like, nothing gives him the right to just wipe everything out. However, due to the recompletion nonsense that nobody fucking dies, he kind of has a point. Yeah, (laughs) it's super weird. I don't fully understand what, like, the downsides to his plan are. I don't, like, there's not really an upside either. Like, what (laughs) what is the darkness doing? Yeah, and, like, if he fails, if, if he succeeds and cleanses the world... Like, if there's more people, won't there just be more darkness? Like, Why wouldn't the cycle just start back over? Yeah. What? What does his plan even do? What? And then all your friends shoot through the heart moon and land alongside you. And they're like, we're here because we're friends. That's actually it. They use their friendship to guide them to Sora. Yep. And then... And he's like, through the power of waking, Mickey's like, no, that would be stupid. And then old uh, Xehanort's like, well, I'm going to have to strike you all down or something. And then Ericus shows up out of nowhere. Mark Hamill shows up. Yeah. He like walks out of Terra's body. Yeah. He was secretly Terra the whole time. Yeah. Or well, inside Terra. He was secretly inside Terra the whole time. And then he just like astral projects out of him and is like, dude, chill the fuck out. And Xehanort's like, what? I should chill out? And he's like, yeah, you should chill the fuck out. Xehanort's like, well, you've got a point. He's like, well, you tried it, you failed, the whole thing's pretty fucked. And he's like, yeah, God, I'm tired. Because, you know, he's as old as time at fucking self. I, I mean, he actually is. Yeah. Like, good lord. <laughs> I don't know how many bodies he's gone through. Since he just, like, can body hop, apparently. Yeah, that's gotta take a toll on you, right? Right? So he just hands the keyblade over to Sora. It's just like, okay. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, then you get, like, they jump back to their the keyblade graveyard regular world and turn off Kingdom Hearts. Yep. Uh, and then you get the sweet reveal that the chess players at the beginning were Ericus and Xehanort as kids. Oh, what? And Ericus beats him. And is like, uh, Xehanort's like, man, Ericus, when the world's in danger, they'll pick you. Trust me. The world couldn't be in better hands. And you're like, I hate all of this. Uh, well, and he's like, but I'll always be there for you, Xehanort. Yeah. Don't worry, buddy. And they're like, ha ha ha, bro hug. <laughs> Bad guy wasn't kind of actually bad. Everyone was just a misunderstanding. Everyone's friends. <sighs> Everyone is talking. Oh, sorry. I forgot. Kyrie got kidnapped and then murdered. Actual straight murdered. Oh, fuck. She did. Right. Right. So like. Right. Because anytime like Kyrie and Sora by the rules of the universe can't be in the same place at the same time for more than two minutes. Basically, they're in love. I say weirdly and trepidatiously. Like they're in that like sort of um, fucking young adult novel handholdy kind of love. But also in that, like, hungry eyes kind of way, too. 
<laughs> and also in the like faded by destiny type of way. It's it's, it's weird. weird. <laughs> because like they both thirst for each other. Oh yeah. Like, uh, at one point when Sora is coming back to life, he sees her and like she's his guiding light to come back. Well, in the fucking weird limbo world, he talks to Namine. How the fuck does that work? So, like it, they're they're all super weird and stuff. So, she's dead. Straight up dead. One of the ex gonna give it to you is just murks her. Yeah. Straight fridged. It's <laughs> like Damn, son. Sora's like, great, I'm going to use the power of waking to bring her back to life. At this point, literally everyone standing there is like, dude, you can't do that. Do not do that. And Sora just goes, nah, I'm going to do it. I'm a pro tag. Everything works out for me. Beep, bop, boop. (laughs) Power of waking. Uh, He does the thing. Yeah, so cue the end of the game montage. When do Pete and Maleficent show up again? The end of the montage. Right. So he saves her? Okay, so uh, you get, like, weird credits. Wait, no, you don't get credits here. Uh, you get, like, characters running around doing stuff together. Um, on Hamfist Island, you see them all, like, having a beach party. They're playing volleyball and frisbee and shit. The end of it is it pans over to everybody, like, hanging out, and they look over at the same direction to see what's-her-fuck, Lolly-chan, Kyrie, Kyrie, Lolly-chan and Sora uh, sitting next to each other in a tree. And, like, their hands are on, like, Sora's hands over Kairi's or whatever. And as the camera fades out, so it's, like, beautiful island sunset, and Sora fades out of existence. And it's just her sitting there alone. Yeah. Cut. So, presumably, he saved her, but as uh, past Xehanort basically said is, if you use your power of waking, it will kill you. Yep. He doomed himself to save Kairi. Okay. Then you get credits, and then it picks back up with Maleficent and Pete. Which, which, so, by the way, they've shown up on, like, almost every world where they show up. And they, there's no one to interact to. So it's just, like, camera cuts to them walking out of a portal and being like, this ain't the box, and then leaving again. Yep, uh, not here. Uh, so their thing is, like, teaser, I guess? They find the box at the end. Yeah, but then, like, it's it's not like a resolution. No, no, it's not. It's, 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 it's a teaser for the next yeah. game where it's like, ah, here's the box. And then, okay, so I didn't see this cutscene, but the way you described it, it sounds like the people with animal faces show up, mm-hmm. which are all Keyblade Masters. Drawn there by Scarface Guy, who is one of them. From the past. So, like, Ericus like is descendant from that like okay. these keyblade masters from the past who will and xehanort who wear animal faces yeah it's three of them and they want to know why scarface has called them to him and he says his name like it fuck it didn't mean anything to me i didn't yeah. write it down or remember what it, it is but he's like oh yeah i've had to change my face a few times over the years it's been a long time and they're like um where so-and-so like um i guess she didn't make it and they're like what are you talking about and i was like well there's time for all that later we've got work to do fade to black so it just fucking ends on a cliffhanger well they quote unquote cliffhanger this is not even resolution to this insane plot they put together all of this stuff all of this stuff that i've described and most of it i've probably gotten 20 percent right it's insane It is absolutely insane. It is people inside of people. It is amnesia, time travel, everything. It's nonsense, and they still just can't finish it. Good lord. 
I lost Jake. I'm gonna rant for a little while. My God. So real talk. It is insane how through all of that, they could not find a way to finish it. There is a secret ending, which uh, I had to look up, Jake had to look up, and hopefully he comes back soon, because the secret ending shows Sora and what appears to be Riku uh, basically walking around Earth? I don't recognize where Riku is. Sora is just in Tokyo. Uh, it's the one famous crossing. I, it starts with an S. You know the one I'm talking about. Look it up. Grab your Google. Tokyo famous crossing. It'll be right there. It's the first thing. Bwah. So, yeah. The secret ending is just a, like, double cliffhanger because they need to get you hype for Kingdom Hearts 3.2 nuclear arms race. No, Kingdom Hearts 4 due out 2035. What the fuck is all of this? Why? And the, again, that's, there's no resolution, really. No. I mean, you you stopped Xehanort. You, you closed the Xehanort saga, I guess. Time for the next saga? Okay, but did you? Because fuck Xehanort's bullshit time travel. I, who knows? They could easily bring him back. Yeah. The young one said he's coming. Basically. <laughs> the young one was just like, yeah, I got to go to the past and try again. And you're like, that doesn't seem fair. Yeah, this doesn't stop me. Ha 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 Get fucked. To what? What was that? That was the story. That is the story of Kingdom Hearts. Now, do any of you right now, just stop, stop, stop listening and ask yourself, do you feel better about that? Do you feel better about the time you've wasted listening to it? The time we've wasted playing it. This was an affront onto everyone and everything. And the best part about this is that's just the story. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the fucking gameplay. And we're going to try to touch on some of it because it's worth mentioning how weird how just some of the game decisions and the badness of it let's start with what you do for most of the time which is the active combat system yeah most of this game is running from place to place fighting mobs of well uh, hold on most of this game is sitting through cutscene but <laughs> <laughs> and then running from place to place and fighting mobs of heartless that's 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 the game. If I had to tell you, like it, it, that's it. And then again, every world has a weird like mini game thrown in. It has its own, yeah, like gimmick. Yeah. Uh, the you have attack, jump, dodge, block, same button. Yeah. Uh, and special, uh, which is contextual. It changes. So let's start with uh what you can hotkey, and then move into the like attractions and shit, and then the different weapons. All right. Right. You, so you get to attack. Pew 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 pew. Uh, because Final Fantasy, you have Final Fantasy spells that you can hot, or, yeah, hotkey, uh, hold, uh, what, like, L1 or something to bring up a menu. Yeah, so you can, L1. like, fire, water, fire a, thunder a, water a, arrow, arrow, fuck, blizzarga, whatever dumb shit they call it. Yep, all uh, your Final well Fantasy as, spells. Yep. Kira, Kiraga. I've always hated the Final Fantasy spell naming convention. It does an adequate enough job. Oh, yeah, no, it, that's, it does. That's what it does. It It's not great, but it does what it needs to, to here's a spell, here's the bigger version, here's the biggest version. Yeah. Great. So you have all those spells. Any of them that aren't cure are pointless. Mm -hmm. And cure is also actually pointless once you get to a certain point in the game. They use your mana. You have a mana meter. You have a focus meter. Ask me what the focus meter is good for. The focus meter, um, I assume, is for the summons. No, no, that's magic. That's magic. The focus meter. Uh, so you know that you know that you're air jumping. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, remember how you can also target a bunch of things and release a bunch of laser beams? Uh, depending on what weapon you have equipped, yes. it does different things. Yeah, that 
That's the only thing the focus meter is used for. Because we hadn't, we haven't even gotten to the different keyblades. Uh, the keyblade that I use is the one you get from Monsters Inc. So yeah, you get a keyblade from every world. When you target the max amount of things, a bunch of portals open up, and you shoot uh, your the yo-yos through them, and it just like shoots through all of them. Hmm. Mine's literal laser beams because I used the cactus from Toy Story the whole time because it's a plush cactus on a like handle. It's so dumb looking. What does it turn into? A hammer. You, Jason, using a hammer. It turns into a giant hammer that you smash the ground with and it does massive AoE damage. <laughs> it's choice. And then you turn it into uh, a drill claw, which is a uh, the, 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 the claw machine claw yeah. on your hand that you punch people with. And then when you pull the finisher on that, you literally shoot it out with a cord, grab someone with it, and take that enemy and smash it into other enemies. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, well, like I said, I'd use the uh, Monster's Ink one, which turns into uh, claws. Like, the Keyblade just comes over, so you have these claws, which is a quick, like, swipe attack, which has a large area that you swipe in. Like, you basically just fucking spin on them. And then it upgrades from there to two buzzsaw yo-yos and that you just swing them around you like it hits fucking everything and then that's final attack is like the yo-yos get teeth and like it traps one or a bunch of enemies inside it and just like chomps down on them Hmm. like there's one on top one on the bottom just like bam 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 sure which i never use because that's not what the yo-yos are for that they're just for spinning and clearing a room in one go well, I equipped the ability that when your meter ends, it just automatically triggers it. Mm. So I didn't even have to, like, try, and See, I gotta spend the full use. I didn't do that, because most times I didn't want it to go off. Sure. So the summons, which I never used. Like, let's let's get through the combat, and then I, I, I can tell you why about that. The summons are uh, absurdly broken and dumb. They use your mana. Like Cure, they use all of your mana at once. They fully heal you, and they summon an ally. Uh, there's five? There's what? Uh, Ariel. Simba. Simba. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Stitch. Stitch. And the weird balloon thing. Yeah. Meow Meow Balloon. Sure. So you summon one of these, and then they do whatever. So like Simba, giant fire cat, has fire roar and fire leap, where fire roar, he goes roar, and a giant wave of fire. Fire leap, he jumps in the air, lands, creates a ring of fire, and then they all have a finish move where like Simba is the one I basically use all the time, is jump into the air and basically casts uh, Meteor. You're also immune to damage while they're out. <laughs> Why wouldn't you be? Yeah. So it's a full heal, a partial immunity to damage, and a bunch of damage on top of it. It's like casting some of the strongest attacks in the game and a full heal. It's so dumb. Literally just spam Aeons and you'll beat every enemy in the game. So uh, in addition to that, uh, you have, for most of the game, Donald and Goofy with you who do their own thing. They attack. If you give them an item, they'll drop heals on Sora or each other as needed. They'll. You can set some of their uh, preferences. Yeah, you can set an AI preference for them. Yeah, if you want them to be aggressive or if you want them to just, like, heal bot, you can do that. I mean, I just had them set to follow Sora so that way we're all somewhat close together and we can just, like, target close to the same thing, which yeah. I found mostly effective. Don or, yeah, Donald is the caster. Goofy only has a shield. And there are group moves that you can do together, like... Uh, Donald and Sora will light off a bunch of flares, or Donald will summon a fucking meteor swarm, mm -hmm. which is the tits. 
or Goofy, um, Sora throws him into the air and then throws him back down. And when he lands, Goofy goes off like an explosion because reasons. Yep. Uh, the three of them will also pull off a move called Trinity Shield, which for the life of me, I don't know what it does besides it, takes a lot of time and it's fucking useless. Trinity Shield is the worst thing I've ever seen. Every time I accidentally did it, I was angry because literally all of you jump behind Goofy's shield and then you can like slowly move forward. Or you can hit triangle to, like, finish, and you charge forward, and that ends it. But, like, if you hit someone, it does a little damage and then pushes them out of the way. Well, you can, uh, like, your attack with it is just, like, a little like, yeah. shield bash that but doesn't do a whole lot. Doesn't do much damage. No. It's an incredibly close range, and your mobility is basically non-existent. Uh, also, um, you get attraction moves. Yep. Yeah, what if they took rides... From the fucking parks, and then turned it into video game moves, like teacups. The mad teacups (laughs) that you literally get into, and and they spin, and you crash them into people, and then the finisher for that is the three of them all converge and spin around in a circle, and it creates a whirlwind type thing. Like a carousel. Uh, carousel is another one where you literally are just on a carousel. You're just on a fucking carousel. It, it, it creates rings, and there's a ring on the outside. It's a fucking rhythm game where there's a ring on the outside, and as it shoots rings out of the carousel, you have to hit X as they hit your outer ring, and they come at different speed. It's a it's a rhythm game, mini game, inside of a ultimate move based on a ride from the theme parks of Disney World. And there are other ones like the whitewater raft or the roller coaster uh, or the train or the uh, like little blaster thing, which are all this like sparkly fucking bullshit light. Yeah. What the who's fucking idea were these? And like they take a long time, a long time. And they don't always do a lot of damage. Like the teacups don't they're they're fucking useless. The uh, whitewater rafting thing. Like if you can get it to where you trap enemies in it. And then like when you hit the finisher, you go back through it. Like that can fuck some shit up or the fucking pirate ship. Like if you've got something in front of the pirate ship, because it only attacks directly in front of or behind it. It just swings back and forth. Yeah. Like that will mess stuff up just because it gets stuck there. Right. But I never wanted like in the off chance that I wanted to actually use one of those which was the pirate ship if I had trapped something in a corner. When it finished, I didn't want it to do the finisher because that would make it take longer. So usually, like, I wouldn't do them. And then if I accidentally hit it, I would immediately hit triangle to just fucking skip past it. But we were talking about, the uh, like, you had that set to automatically do the finisher at the end of it. The, the game has, and I hesitate to say RPG system, the combat is not complex. And as you level up, it gives you access to more things, both inside and outside of combat, like uh, different movement things. It, it's mostly combat-based, so like if you've never played it, don't get excited here. And uh, for your support crew, they have stuff like uh, boost fire attack, or fire magic, or boost their shield, or use more items, or, or whatever, right? Yeah. The Sora's is a, a bunch of shit. A lot of uh, the stuff that I focused on was base combos. I took the block off. Uh, because <laughs> blocking's not my game. We fucking dodge like champions, which I didn't even bother because Sora can take to the face. I hate him. You have a set amount of energy, and then every point, every skill, let's say, you use takes up X amount of energy. So I turned block off so I could have, like, extra attack power. 
No, power's not one of them. Nope. It was um, midair recovery. God, if there was one that you could put those points into to do more damage, I would have just done that. That's all I did. Like, there's equipment you can set. Nothing. In, well, there is, like, stuff to increase your defense, but none of it felt useful. Not really. So, like, by the end of the game, I dropped going for defense, and I just would double up on attack charms. Like, I should just hit harder. That's all I need. And, like, I, the Keyblade I was using isn't the strongest in the game, but its attack speed is super quick, and it has such a wide area that it hits, that's why I stuck with it. And I had that thing fully upgraded. Like, it hit fucking hard. So it would be weird, like, attacking scrub enemies, and I'd get, like, three moves into, like, the nine-move combo, and I'd kill stuff, but, you know, just automatically target something else and keep going into such a wide area. I was just spinning like a top my way through a battlefield, and I would take shit out. It was fine. Not exciting, which is maybe my biggest deal. At first, I really liked the combat. Because, like, I don't hate an active combat system. Uh, depending on the game, I almost prefer a turn-based RPG. But generally, I want them pixelated and, and on a Super Nintendo and called, I don't know, Final Fantasy 3. So, I just, like, the active combat system was fine at first. And then, Jesus Christ, quickly, it overstays its welcome because it's boring. It's not, nothing you do is different. Nothing you do is different. And nothing you do is hard. It, it spawns the same enemies. Over and over and over and over and over and over again. In large numbers. But it doesn't matter. You're so much better than them. No, and it'll occasionally mix it up with uh, a boss fight. And the boss fights are different. But they're just bigger, tankier versions of enemies that are around. Honestly, most boss fights was just me running at them and then just spamming attack until they died. Yeah, they'll only take so much damage. The damage phase is over. Then you dodge and you wait for the next damage phase. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yet another thing to pad out the length of this fucking game. Yeah, so the combat, for all its intricacies, is... It's not. It's not. Again, I ignored all food. All the temporary buffs you can have, never used them. Mm-hmm. All the spells you can cast, never cast them. I, the only thing I ever did was attack and summon Aeons. See, I, I never summoned anything. I would use Cure. And there are two times in the game where you have to use magic. Once in San Francisco, yes. and an optional one in uh, Tangled, where you can just blow some uh, dandelion seeds around for Rapunzel's enjoyment, which I was all about. Fuck yeah, girl. Check this shit out. So that, that was it. Like, I beat the entire game. As I mentioned, way underleveled, just spamming attack and aeons. That's it. Like, I, when you get to pirates, it's like you're supposed to be level 32 or something. Sure. I was somewhere in the mid-20s. I was like, ah, I'm level 24. That's probably fine. And it was. No issues. Absolutely yeah. none. So then you move over to San Francisco, where, because obviously Pirates is 32, you're supposed to be 36. I was still like 25, because you don't get any levels from the Pirates area. No issues. None. That's Because I was like 38 going into there. Yep. Nope. 25. I just wiped the floor with everything. The game's a joke. Which is fine. Again, like, if you wanted this to be a kid's game, but it's not. All the things that are just not... No, it's it's not. So inside that same menu, you have some movement options, which are the, like, you can target an arrow, you get a thing that pops up when you can almost teleport because you shoot over to something so quick. Mm -hmm. uh, you can do a little spin attack there. You can chain that and then bounce up a bunch of stuff, which comes in handy. It forces you to do this a couple times. It's called flow motion. It's it's stupid. It's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a fucking waste. I turned those all off. I just, oh, I did too. No, not. It, I had to turn it back on the spin attack one for San Francisco mm -hmm. and Frozen. Yeah, you need it. So that like it, it's this weird thing where they they show it to you earlier where they're like flow motion is this thing where you can press square to enter 
high-speed activities, and it, it's dumb. In addition, so we talked about how each Keyblade has its own mode and how there's these special attraction rides. There is also a combo move, and not just with Donald and Goofy, but with whoever is your teammate at the time, since you team up on almost every level with uh, someone there. Hmm. Hercules literally grabs Sora and uses him as a weapon. Yep. Choice. Monsters, Inc., they... Everyone gets in a line and roars. Toy Box, I don't remember. Well, they roll and then bowl uh, Mike. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember Toy Box. Uh, the rocket. Oh, God, the Buzz, rocket. Woody, and Sora get on a rocket and attempt to fly that shit around. Yeah, that thing's a nightmare. It literally just goes where it wants, and you're just there. <laughs> Along for the ride, kiddos. Tangled... I don't remember. Frozen, when you get the golem, you have a team-up move. Yeah. Uh, or, like, you ride him as yeah, you just ruin shit. jump on his shoulders, and he's a golem. So you don't actually do anything. He's just a golem. <laughs> he's just a golem. Pirates, you and Jack go back-to-back, and you do sword attacks as you just spin in a circle. Mm. And then the finisher on that one is you throw a bunch of bombs into the air and just hit them sideways and it rains bombs everywhere. And then... You know, like the movie. Like the movie. Uh, <laughs> San Francisco, I don't... Ro- oh, Baymax. You ride Baymax. Yeah, you ride Baymax. That, that one was all right. So, like, you, you have additional combo moves. So these all pop up on the side. You can scroll through them. Yep. So you don't have to hit them necessarily in order. There's also a secret last one, which is the best one in the game. It's called Rage Form. What the hell? Yeah, so it only triggers if you're below, what, 25% health? Yes, if your health is blinking and you complete a combo. Because you've got, like, as you hit people, these arrows appear. One, two, three, and then once you finish it, the thing pops up. Mm -hmm. So if you complete a combo while below 25% health, you'll unlock the ability to go Rage Form. Rage Form, you turn all black. Your health refills to the max. And you gain the ability to teleport. Yeah, your attack speed and strength increases and you fucking teleport. Yep. So you just literally blink around the map and just ruin things. Yeah. Rage form is insane. <laughs> Every time I saw it, I was just like, well, time to end this battle. There was a couple enemies where I would be fighting and I was like, I would just like let them hit me a few times just to hit the fucking rage form. Like, Let's do this. Yeah. Because this will end it faster. So yeah, that's a thing you can do. And so that's it. There's, there's all these things, and none of them are good. Rage form's good. Just rage form. It's the best thing in the game. Yeah. Well, never, never, never do the stupid rides. They are flashy, long. They don't do a lot of damage. And they're just weirdly, for me, just, like, takes me out of, like, like it's so weird to be like, ah, yes, mad teacups. Why is this a thing? Yeah. Is Sora a big fan of Disney World? How would Sora have any idea what that is? Right? Like, it it doesn't make any sense. Why is that there? Carousel. What in God's name? Great, we're now just a sparkly carousel suspended in space, spinning, shooting out rings of energy. Why? Why? All of the stupid minigames. All the minigames. Why why does every stage have to have its own gimmick? Mm Mm-hmm. For, like... So, the biggest thing, the biggest issue I had, and I know when this game came out, like, I I had heard this complaint from other people, where, like, they throw a lot at you, and none of it is done particularly well. Yes. There's so many things that are just there, or half-developed, and you're like, why is this here? And then it's never used again. Yeah. Why, Why even bother? And I know why, because the combat's boring. Oh, yeah, they need you to do something else, otherwise you'll realize how bad the game is. Yeah, well, uh, they try really hard to confuse you as much as possible with the 
convoluted-ass story that they're trying to tell. If they just keep you off guard by just throwing random shit at you, you can never be displeased, right? Because you're just too busy being confused. Yeah, if you're constantly stupefied, <laughs> you're happy. Yeah! Yeah, like the Kajillion Acre Wood fucking match game. Like, what? Why was that? Why was that? Why no, was no that? It, it's not a plot point that it is, is, like, ever revisited. It like It's barely a plot point in its own, other than, like, Sora's like, man, friendship's good. You should remember your friends. That's the whole plot point. And, by the way, like, friendship is magic isn't even, like, the end goal of the game. No. It's... It's beating up old Spaniards. <laughs> yeah, like, the, it's not like they achieved that through the power of friendship. It's they achieved that through beating a dude to de- half to death. The only thing that kept that old man going was a goal in his head. And when his friend shows up from the afterlife, he's finally like, God, I'm old and tired. Finally. <laughs> it's a vague theme of the... It's a theme of the game, but it's kind of just shoehorned in. And then... The games in the Gajillion Acre Wood are are bad. It's a bad version of an old like game that people would play to pass the time. The, yeah, that that's bad. The mech section in Toy Story that like that's awful. It sucks when it like it, when you show up to the toy store, it forces you to do it, and then you're thrown into the video game section where it forces you to do it. That yeah. sucks. Which, by the, that's the like real thing in Toy Story. In the copy world of Toy Story, <laughs> he throws Sora into a video game inside of this fake world. You're getting like serious Inception levels deep here, my dude. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, your favorite section of the entire game, Rapunzel's Dancing, that goes on for way too long. And the entire thing consists of hitting, uh, is it circle? Is it triangle or square? I think it's triangle. Yeah, it's triangle. It's circle and triangle. That's it. Because you're like dance or clap, right? Get near people and either spin or stomp. Yeah. What? Okay, or like the... um... They're cheering up Boo in Monsters, Inc. The the entire sailing section in Pirates. I You can't say Frozen because Frozen doesn't have anything going on. I don't really, <laughs> like, I can't think of anything in there. The find the correct snowman parts because let's oh, pad this out no, more. Oh, that happened. Yeah, that was awful. Which so, is funny because they don't even include that many. No. There, there There's his head, his legs, and then I think I found three different bodies. Yeah. That's it. It's not like some grand adventure it's one small area, and you you just do it. Great. Great. Which was maybe my biggest complaint. In any game that we spend an extended amount of time on, I find myself in that weird Stockholm Syndrome area, where there are parts of this game where I kind of liked it. Initially, I liked the combat. By the end of it, I was ready to never do that again. I had said, like, my favorite part of the game, I didn't mind the sailing. I genuinely liked the riding for Rapunzel because I thought her lines were funny. That's it. And there were parts of this game where about halfway through and I'd be like, eh, you know, like, eh, it's, I'll fucking play it. And then, you know, like an hour later, I'm, like, oh, I'm over this. And by the time I have it in my notes, if for whatever reason anybody ever sees them, I, about at a certain point in this game, I stopped taking notes while I was playing because it was taking too fucking long. I get that. So, like, I had a weekend to myself. I just sat and plowed through it so I would be done. Just so I didn't have to fucking do it anymore. And my thought was, I can go back because, and this has to be a Square Enix thing, and I fucking hate this. They only tell story through cutscene. So any story beats that I want to hit, I can find someone on YouTube who uploaded all of the fucking cutscenes because you know it's there. Mm -hmm. And then I can... 13 hours. Yeah. 
13 fucking hours of a 29 hour game. And then I could fill out the rest of my notes from going through the cutscenes. And then I finished and I was, I didn't, I was done and I didn't want to do that. I couldn't bring myself to sit and watch more fucking cutscenes of this goddamn game. Now today, uh, Jason, before you came over so we could record, like I was sitting there typing up more notes and trying to get my thoughts in order. Right. And I opened up YouTube and I started to type it. And then I almost just shut my computer off and walked away. No, I'm not doing it. You can't fucking make me do it. I don't want to fucking do it. I don't, it is, it, it, it is just Square Enix, right? Like they do, well, we've played a lot of Square Enix games, so it's, <laughs> it's, it's unfair. Why, what is it about them that they can't tell story through gameplay? I don't know. And also just that they have such weird stories to tell that they're like, this needs to be 18 cutscenes, or that they need to be short cutscenes. Right? How many times were there a cutscene that was like two characters saying hi, and then not a cutscene of run into this area and fight some heartless, and after you kill the last heartless, the screen goes white and cutscene again? Yeah. Why was there a fight in the middle of that? Why was there? What? What was that? What? What it was was um. At some point during the development cycle, they were told they need to hit X amount of gameplay hours, and they did everything they could to pad it out as much as possible. I fully believe that. There's no way that's not the case, because there's so much extra padding bullshit in here. Like, go collect 700 Soras. Get 19 million white fucking crabs before you can go on. I mean, to be fair, again, the only section of the game that I might have liked is completely pointless. The space flight? Yeah. That doesn't need to be there. At all. No, no. It doesn't move the plot at all. It doesn't have any character motivation or direction. It's literally a movement system from world to world. It doesn't need to be there. It just artificially pads out the length of the game. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Because you do not travel from world to world quickly. And, like, you can speed that up by throwing more engines on. But it's still, like, it takes a couple minutes to get there. And some of the worlds are guarded by bosses. Yep. If you've done nothing with your ship, it's not super easy. Now, I did, so it was super easy, but yeah, yeah. I could imagine a world where someone who literally just booked it straight to each of the worlds would get to some of those bosses and just would actually have serious issues. I can see that. And then they get to go back and actually do all the flying shit. Yeah, and then like you go to one of the treasure planets and then your ship upgrades like or levels up 900 times because it has its own separate upgrade system. Yep. Now, I will say the, um, the ice boss where it's like its own castle... Yes. Uh, that one gave me trouble because of the setup that I had where, like, all my guns were set to spread. So, like, when you have to hit a very specific area to hurt him at the final, the end section where it's a, he shoots a giant laser beam at you. I had to quit that, go back to Chippendale, swap out my guns, go back, and then ruined him in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Which irritated me that it took longer to make all those adjustments than it took to fly out there and beat him. Which sucks, but I would still rather have done that than played, say, the entirety of Frozen yeah. and gone through that fucking useless ice labyrinth. Like, I, okay, um, I'm actually, I'm just going to stop. I'm going to stop it. It's, it, it's padded for no reason, and I'll, yeah. I'll stop rambling about it. it. It is artificially long for, well, it isn't, it isn't. It is an absolutely artificially long game. It is drawn out so much. And then it's funny because they just dump all this insane exposition right at the end mm-hmm. of, again, the story that they, I guess, wanted to tell was this weird anime Final Fantasy nonsense. But there's so little of that in the front two thirds of the game. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? 
the RPG-ness of this game is bad. The, the, the systems, I, it is a lot of stuff and I couldn't be bothered. I honestly, like getting in 30 hours into this game, right? And there, there's whole menus that I haven't gone into. I believe that. Because there's just so many menus. There is so many fucking menus. At the beginning of the game, it'll just pop up thing after thing after thing of like, bloop, you unlocked this now. Bloop, you unlocked this now. Bloop, you unlocked this now. And I'm, I don't know what any of these are. It's like the, the shopkeeper, the Moogle. The only like Final Fantasy tie that's in there. Yep, it is the only thing that made it in. Moogles. He runs a shop. She, they... Because it's a move one. I have no idea. They run a shop and there's a, a whole crafting thing in there and you can buy crafting materials and you get crafting materials for all fucking over and you use the crafting materials. Well, some of them you can turn into items. Some of them you can use to turn into things to upgrade keyblades. Yep. O- okay. I Did you do any of that? I, I didn't. I upgraded my keyblade. Oh no, I, I upgraded the keyblade. I mean, did you make components? Uh, once because I needed a component to upgrade my keyblade. Okay, I, I didn't mess with it. The the food, I didn't, I didn't fucking mess with. Yeah, I, the whole thing didn't touch. There's all just like God. I'm trying to even remember what some of them are. Uh, the, so the abilities, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't equip any of them until well over halfway through the game. Every five or so levels, I would go in and check them. Yep. Nope. I uh, Until eventually when I unlocked one and noticed that I couldn't use it, I was like, what the hell? I went over to abilities and I was like, ah, you have to equip these. And I was like, why? Why doesn't it just unlock them? Yeah. I don't feel like, like I equipped the ones I wanted and I'm like, I don't feel artificially constrained or the fact that like, if I had fire bonus fire damage in this build that that would all of a sudden make me OP since I don't even use it. Well, like, it isn't like you, you could turn have on a... all of them and nothing would change. None of them are conflicting either. Like the uh, like dodge and block are the same button. Two of them are. But if you hold still, it blocks. And if you move and you hit circle, it dodges. There's a few that are like after you block hit X to do a thing. And then there's after you block hit X to do a different thing. And you can't have both of those equipped at the same time. Okay, that makes sense. So there's like a very, very small handful that cannot be equipped at the same time. Which really, if you're building the game, you could just take one of those out because you you don't need it. And then just auto-equip all abilities. It's a whole just extra thing. What? Or in the sake of fake choice, you could leave them both in and that way the player could pick one. Sure. Yeah, there's no reason why the amount of energy that you had is limited so that you can't have the option to have everything. But it is. It's tied to your equipment, which is, again, just kind of random nonsense that you find. Yeah, or in my case, like, I would beat a stage, and then I would go and check the Moogle, and they would have better shit than whatever I got in that fucking world. Cool. I guess I can spend the money here, because I ain't doing shit else with it. Yeah, I did find it funny that buying stuff was often the best way to acquire gear, which is almost never the case. Yeah, like, most of the levels are fairly linear. Like, uh, there are some side paths that you can go around on, and, like, the pirate world, you've got the thing that you can explore, but it tells you right where you need to go, so all the exploration's up to you. Mostly, it's fucking hallway simulator with, here's an extra doorway you can go through, there's a chest in there, surprise! And the toy store is, is circular, and I had a hard time finding my way through it, but only because I wasn't listening to directions. When they're like, hey... Uh, go to that dollhouse that's shaking, and I'm like, I'm gonna go back through the vent and go down to the front door. And then I didn't know what I was supposed to do. That's on me, admittedly. So, like, you generally find a bunch of shit, even when you're not trying. Oh, oh shit, what about the, uh, fucking selfie time with the Mickey heads? Fuck, that's a thing. Yeah, there are lucky marks, and they, the people of Twilight Town, the, the three amigos, explain to you that these lucky marks are scattered throughout 
their Twilight Town. Lucky emblems? Yeah. Yeah. And if you take pictures of them, it grants you bonuses. It'll give you items. Did what? So there's there's Mickey heads just all over. And they'll often Goofy and Donald will yell at you if you're near one. Or like some weird thing happens. Yeah, or Sora will mention it, yeah. yeah. And then you, you click the middle of your thing and PS4 controller. You hit the map button because... <laughs> it, uh, it pulls up a camera and you can take a picture of it. And if you take a picture good enough, you get a thing. To get the Ultima weapon, I'm pretty sure you need all of them. Yeah. All 99. Uh, ooh, I think you only need 90. Okay, cool. I mean, like, don't at me. I don't care. But like, yeah, pretty much all of them. They're just about... There's other stuff, too, like that. I mean, yep. there's constellations when you're flying around that yep. you can take pictures of to theoretically do a thing. I, I couldn't get it to work. I did two of them, I think. I tried to do one of them when he said, hey, there's a constellation near here, and the stars were lit up, and I got out my camera, and it literally just wouldn't capture. And that with the uh, luck, lucky emblems, like, I had to be... It wasn't just, like, a certain distance. It was also, like, centered, and there's a few of them that I could just never get. Yeah. No matter what I did. It, it's weirdly sensitive, and it's just odd. Well, that's speaking of weird fucking issues, I tried using the hammer, and I asked you why the ultimate was also a gun, like the one that you got before, and you looked at me like I'm the biggest idiot on the planet. Because he's the biggest idiot on the planet. Sure, but, like, my game was actually fucked up. Whenever I'd go to use that super, I would get the super of another keyblade. So, like, I legitimately thought you were just fucking with me and being a dick as you're one to do until I looked it up. And I was like, because then you made me fucking question. I'm like, well, no, like, I'm not just fucking stupid. Like, I remember this correctly. And then I fucking get home that day and I'm fucking I'm playing. I'm like, yeah, no, this is fucking right. Fuck Jason, that piece of shit. But it was like weird shit like that. Nothing game breaking. And really, uh, besides the pictures, which I almost never took and like a couple times it didn't work is whatever. And that specific instance where I couldn't get my super to go off, but then I swapped all the keyblades around in my inventory, uh, the ones that I had equipped, and then it started working, which is weird. Like, I, I don't hold that against the game. Shit happens, right? What else we got? God, I'm not even trying to remember all the systems because I, here's the thing. I know I'm missing a ton of stuff right, right now right. because of how, how long we have played through this stupid game. And we've also been talking for like five hours now. Yeah, because that's this game. And like, I, I cannot even begin to think of like all the weird stuff and just every system that I did or didn't use. Oh, the, the, the whole gummy phone. Oh, the fucking gummy phone. You get that, games on the gummy that phone. That you get games for. The fucking terrible mini games. You come across a chest and you're like, sweet, a chest. And you knock it open. And it's like, you opened classic this for your gummy phone. And you're like, fuck it, I'd rather die. <laughs> Great. Thanks for wasting everyone's time here. Yep. They're terrible. Ga- they're, they're actual games that you would play on like a flip phone. They're horrendous. No. No, they're not. No, because flip, flip phone graphics are better than that. I had a flip phone. I'd fucking play Snake on it. No, these are the fucking fucking set screen game and watch. You can only move your fucking sprite. Bleep, bleep, bleep. One over, there's zero animation to it. Yeah. In digital form? On a PS4. What the actual fuck is that? With, like, the same shit sounds screeching at you. Because they want to insult you to your face. Clearly. But... The gummy phone has the games. It has like nine different things in it. I don't think I clicked on a single one. It's got Jiminy's journal and I'm like, what? You can call other people at random times. Like outside of the times where you actually get calls. I'm pretty sure you can call people. The only time I whipped out the gummy phone was to try a game. Saw what that was about and then never again. Noped the fuck out like you should. Yeah. 
What is this? Why is any of this? Good God. So that, like, there's this whole section of nonsense that, like, is not even half-baked. It's barely conceptualized and just shoveled in there. Whole menus. Unused. Because why would you? And then, yeah, the, the game's no challenge. At all. So, I don't... I, what is this? What is this, Jake? It's a long, funny waste of everyone's time that took, what, 13 years longer than everybody wanted it to? Yeah. And this is what they got. <laughs> this is what came out of it. And it's funny. It's not even like they didn't make anything in those 13 years because they did. Oh, yeah. Like, we could double check, but I don't care. We've played games in that time that Square Enix has made. Five or six. Not even not Square Enix. Kingdom Hearts games. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Just Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. They shit out a lot of them since then. Yeah. And sure, some of them are weird, like browser games or mobile games but it's funny because some of those have way more relevance to this plot than i think either of the first two original games because at some point someone was like shit we need to talk about time traveling ghosts <laughs> it's fucking madness like I, I i wonder whose fever dream this was like surely surely it was a team like they say a thousand monkeys with typewriters will eventually write shakespeare no i think a thousand monkeys in a room with typewriters will wrote kingdom hearts because that makes more sense because it, it fucking they had somebody just take a bunch of lsd and just start speaking and then somebody else wrote all that shit down and then did their goddamn bestest to try and tie it all together and here you are because it is convoluted it circles back around on itself. It doesn't make sense. There's a bunch of shit that doesn't go anywhere. What the fuck is happening? And, like, that isn't just from the outside. Because I've heard Kingdom Hearts fans complain about the story of Kingdom Hearts. Where, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I And I know people who genuinely loved 1 and 2. I didn't. I didn't like 1 at all. Which is why I, I knew we were going to play this game. Because I knew I was going to hate it. Because I... I don't really enjoy this combat system at all. It didn't overstay its welcome. I don't like it. So, great. And then, yeah, when all these people who I know who like Kingdom Hearts are like, eh, three's not that good. It's weird. <laughs> and I'm like, great, guess we're playing that. Yeah. And then here we are complaining about it because it deserves to be complained about because it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And that's that's it. That's I'm, I'm done talking about this game because that's, that's where I'm at. You want to know what this game is? You just got... I don't know, forever about it. Yeah. yeah forever and a day. It's a nightmare. Don't play it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's it. And I genuinely feel bad for fans of the series because after all that time and all that waiting they did, this is what they got. And even like, even if you like it, after all that time waiting, that's the ending you got. A cliffhanger. They pissed right in your mouth and you said thank you for it. It's, fans of this series what the shit it's so dumb it's fucking duke nukem forever it's take forever <laughs> to make a goddamn game and then just garbage shovel garbage oh man 13 it, years this is how this is what you come up with bruh 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 all right jason letters from listeners listeners like you fuck it i'm gonna damn do all right we're still doing them fuck yeah let's let's go <laughs> If you have any questions, thoughts, comments, concerns, you can write those into the badgamecast at gmail.com. Yeah, we're going to hit one just because we have a couple right now. We could always use more, but we're going to keep it together. At this point, I've basically consigned myself to this being two episodes. Uh, Yeah, no, uh, like I said, we'd been recording for like five hours. That's not far off at this point. It's not an actual <laughs> joke. It's... It's forever. Uh, so this question is, uh, this question is mostly for Jason. 
Hey. Also, because it's uh, topical, kind of. Uh, it's football season. Oh, yeah, that ain't me. And this is the bad game cast. So what's the worst game of sports ball you've watched? And this question comes, why do you never say who these are from, Jason? Are you ashamed of me, Jason? So to answer the second part of that question, yes. Yes. Absolutely, 100%. To answer the actual question... <laughs> Which, if you didn't, like, expect that to be the answer, I don't know who you think you're talking to. Yeah, also, thanks for purposefully excluding me from the question. I know, right? Dick move. Remember that when I'm editing. (laughs) (laughs) The question for worst game of sports ball is uh, an interesting one. If I was to to generalize sports ball, uh, it's whenever I've watched baseball. Baseball is boring as sin, and I hate it. (laughs) You know, it's funny, because, like, I like baseball. I I get it. I, I can't I can't watch baseball. Like if I sit down and there's a TV and it's baseball on, I immediately just need something else to do. It's so gruelingly slow. Since it's football season, if you want the worst game of football I've ever watched, in terms of enjoyment of watching, it was it have to be a game where OSU was just getting blown out. Probably sometime. It's hard to say. The national championship game against Florida was pretty bad because we scored early on like the first play of the game and then we just got wrecked. And so that was really unfun. If you want to say like worst actual like football being played, uh, that was Moon. Uh, Michigan 0-0 Northwestern. Mm. Uh, it is a game that ended 0-0. That fuck. Going into overtime. Holy shit. Moon was an absolute disaster of a game. Like, I don't, every, every, every drive was just a punt. No one got close to scoring. The field was a disaster. It was pouring rain. It was garbage football. That sounds amazing. It was funny to watch because people would get tackled and they would slide like 10 yards because of the <laughs> amount of water on the field. Hell yeah. So it was kind of funny to watch, but man, was it terrible. So yeah, something like that. That's the only question you get this time because boy, oh boy. So then plugs, plugs are just, we're going to rapid fire through this. The email, thebadgamecast at gmail.com. Again, questions, comments, concerns. If you've got suggestions, you can always drop them there. You can also drop suggestions, throw them straight to Twitter, uh, tweet at thebadgamecast. That'll come to me. I run the official account, Jake, at Jake Prey. That's his account. If you want to see our Facebook is somewhat updated currently at this moment it is i try to keep it a bit more updated now which i said at some point earlier this year and then stopped updating it for three months so you know you take what you can get (laughs) reddit is r slash the bad game cast every episode goes up there jake uses the official account you the slash the bad game cast to insult people about sonic and fallout i think i think that's basically all he does that's pretty much yeah yeah but you know they kind of deserve it just like fans of anything Square Enix touches, because Square Enix is probably the worst. Real talk, we could probably just have an episode about how much I hate Square Enix. Yeah. Twitch, we are on Twitch every Monday through Thursday, usually, with the holidays. Well, this will be in December, so there's still more holidays to come. We'll see what the plans are. You probably won't see me. Because reasons. Yeah, so, yeah, just assume that uh, Tuesday and Wednesday of Christmas and New Year's, no, it'll probably not, probably not happen. <laughs> but, like, yeah, so that's usually we're on. There'll probably be some special not streaming during the holidays because it's the holidays. But we just, as of recording, we just hit affiliate, so. Hey. You can throw uh, just Jeff Bezos' dollars at us. If you got that uh, Amazon Prime, you can just Twitch Prime us right in the face. 
and if you're looking for any other way to support us, you can uh, hit the Patreon. Uh, we recorded a few episodes of something, which I still haven't edited it at all. I still need to put those. I could put them up unedited, but that's probably going to be a nightmare. It's mostly just me ranting. Uh, there's some other stuff that mm, we've talked about doing that we'll probably do early next year. Namely, Monster Hunter. Yeah. Because I want to... That's what I figured. I want to talk about it, but I want to play Iceborne, and they hate PC players. So I think that's uh, that's everything. That's all our places that we are. You can find us lots of places. We try to interact socially mostly. If you like us, support us. If you don't like us, I don't know how you made it this far, but thanks, I guess. Just the same. (laughs) Tell your friends, tell your family. Bad Game Cast. For the Bad Game Cast, I've been Jake. I'm not even sure what I am anymore. (sighs) Outro noises. God damn, this was a long one. (laughs) 